on the Marquette University Golden Eagles Sports Network. From Learfield, this is Marquette Basketball. Wide open three, perfect! This is Trust coverage of Marquette Basketball. Trust, Wisconsin's bank, the official bank of Marquette. Also brought to you by these Marquette Athletics champion partners, Advocate Aurora Sports Health, Meyer, Pepsi, and by Trust. This is Golden Eagles pregame. Here is your host, Gabe Neitzel. Marquette's already wrapped up the conference. It's a weird feeling. One game left on the regular season. And it means absolutely nothing in the conference standings. Marquette, the Big East regular season conference champions. First time they have clinched an outright Big East Conference Championship since joining the conference. They, of course, split it a decade ago in 2013. That team also went to an Elite Eight and was the last time that Marquette won a conference game. They still have one this afternoon, taking on St. John's, and on the line, a couple of other things to play for, including a perfect record at home in the Big East. The lone loss for Marquette at home this season was against Wisconsin back on December 3rd. Taking out a St. John's team that is 17 and 13, 7 and 12 in the Big East, but gave Marquette some issues when they played back in New York on January 3rd. St. John's had a seven point lead at halftime. Marquette had to come from behind, and thanks to a big second half, they did to win that contest 96 to 85. Fans, you can be part of the excitement of Marquette basketball with a season ticket deposit. Make yours today at gomarquette.com backslash deposit. That's gomarquette.com slash deposit. Sign up before March 4th, which is today. So you sign up today, you can get a chance to win a signed Shaka Smart basketball. Of course, that's going up in value after he is taking his second consecutive team to an NCAA tournament appearance despite being picked to finish ninth in conference. Marquette had zero players projected for conference awards back in the preseason, but now they sit here with possibly the front runner for the Big East Conference Player of the Year in Tyler Kolick. As in the last 12 games, Kolick is averaging 17.6 points while shooting 50.8% and still keeping his assists up at 7.5 per contest. He has been taking the big shots and making the big shots down the stretch during this impressive play for Marquette so far this season. Another thing to be playing for today, if you're Marquette, your 17th conference win, and that would match the most conference wins since the 2011-2012 season when Syracuse went 17-1 and to win the Big East back then. So, definitely some things to keep in mind for and to play for today, and... This is always Al's day because Marquette, St. John's, forever connected by the legendary head coach, Al McGuire. And it's always celebrated Al's day when these two teams play each other in Milwaukee. Uh, McGuire, of course, uh, coaching career here at Marquette, including the 1977 national title, nine NCAA tournament appearances, a record of 295 and 80. And they are just forever linked because Al McGuire played at St. John's from 1948 through 51, uh, averaged 8.1 points per game in his time there. So always nice that you get to celebrate the legendary coach in which the court is named after inside Fiserv Forum today against St. John's. It's also senior day. And this team, as well as they have played, uh, not really senior laden. A lot of underclassmen scheduled to return next year, but still Marquette is going to be honoring a pair of seniors today, celebrating the careers of Michael Kennedy and Zach Reitzel. Uh, 
Kennedy, longest tenure player on the team, joined the program back in the 1920 season. He has appeared in 17 career games, career high uh, eight points this year. Uh, and he is, oh, excuse me, including a career high eight appearances, I should say, in games this season. He's going to graduate in May with a degree in supply chain management. And Reitzel came to Marquette after claiming an NAIA national title at Loyola New Orleans in the 21 22 season. He was also the national player of the year in NAIA. Unfortunately, only played three games this year for Marquette before suffering a season ending knee injury. And he's working towards his sports leadership certificate at Marquette after already earning a bachelor's in mass communication. So, uh, Kennedy Wrightsell going to be honored as it is Senior Day as well inside Fiserv Forum. We're also going to hear from the coaching staff as uh, Homer had an opportunity to catch up with uh, the coaching staff. Assistant Coach Pregame Interview brought to you by Wintrust, Wisconsin's Bank, the official banking partner of Marquette University and home to Marquette checking with free ATMs nationwide. It's Al's Day, it's Senior Day, and a chance to celebrate the Big East Conference champion Marquette Golden Eagles. So many things happening inside Fiserv Forum. We'll roll on with that coach interview coming up next. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. Continuing the Marquette game plan, Marquette at home against St. John's. Win trust coverage of Marquette basketball. Homer along with assistant coach Neil Barry. I know you're playing the game and all this stuff, but first of all, congratulations. It's been a special season, and you are the regular season champs. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely has been to this point. Um, you know, I think handling the business the way we did on Tuesday on the road was really exciting, and, and being able to to kind of have that moment with the team afterwards was really cool so um it has been but i mean you know the thing we've talked to our guys about and coaches really kind of made a point is like we you know we want more and our guys understand that led by oso and tyler and um it's a it's a testament to their character and their and their their relationships and connectivity as a group to be where we are right now um but you know that that stuff can be fleeting at times so we can't get caught up in that and we just have to be locked in to do what we need to do today so it's just different you're now the hunted in a huge way yeah no doubt i mean i you know and, and we've talked to our guys about that a lot um you know we've kind of felt like that that tide turned a little bit middle of the year um and you know i think our guys have felt that as we've played teams um and you know again i controlling or, or worrying about what the other team's doing like we really that, that that's kind of be going against what we're really trying to do um you know ultimately we have to control what we can control and you hear that a lot and it's easy to say but it's really hard to do um and we got to keep staying locked in on the process that's gotten us here and 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 we do that we feel like you know we'll continue to max out whatever that'll be the great question is are you an offensive or defensive team the national stats say offense but watching the team everybody knows it's a defensive team first when we're at our best, yes, that's, you know, we really talk to these guys about, you know, kind of pressing the advantage of having a defensive identity. Like that was something we really prided ourselves on the offseason because we didn't know. We thought we had a chance to be a good offensive team, but we didn't know. You know, we lose a lot of scoring from last year and, um, you know, we felt really good about the development of the guys and where they were, but, you know, had never played a game. So we knew that we could have a defensive identity and we could we could create some uh, some disruption for other teams. And, uh, you know, our guys have done that when we haven't. You know, we hadn't been very good. So, like, that that's something we have to continue to understand, like, as we move forward. We've talked about our goal is to be playing our best basketball this time of year, and, and that's something we, we can control is our defensive effort. So, you know, we need that today. You know, when we went up to New York, I mean, it, we, 
we were not a defensive team. <laughs> like they scored 85 on us and shot 66 percent in the first half. So uh, our guys are well aware of that, and we need to be better today for sure. Over the course of the season, when has St. John's been at their best? I mean, I think it's moment by moment in the game. I mean, they, you know, obviously going to UConn and winning in the XL Center, which you know we we looked like a pretty bad team when we played those guys there. Um, so, I mean, they were that. The first half when we played them, they scored 48 points. And like I alluded to, they shot 66% from the field. So, like, I mean, they, they got stretches. I mean, they got good players, really good individual talent that at any point, you know, if you let them get feeling good, this, I mean, they, they can they can play as good as anybody in the in our league, you know. So, um, obviously, they, they, they have a unique style. They it can The game, it's, it's a game like you're, you're never – you're never too far ahead to feel comfortable, and you're never out of it if you're behind because of their style. Uh, they get up and down. They press. They're going to foul, and there ain't going to be a lot of fouls called. Just it's playing against them. We have to understand that. Um, Soriano, you know, he dominated us the first game with 22 and 13 and eight offensive rebounds. So, like, I mean, we got to be we got to be locked in and respect what what they can do. So, and I know you don't think about it, but you've won the conference regular season title. You have a game at home. Fans have been good. This will be a good chance for them to show their appreciation. For sure. And and, and, and we're obviously very grateful to be at a place that that, that cares like Marquette does. It's a uh, it really is a special place and that's from you know, from administration to all the people that work at Marquette and then our fans are second to none. So, you know, we're grateful to be able to play in front of them one more time and you know, like for us, like like this is an opportunity to recognize our seniors who have been an incredible part of our team and Zach Reitzel and Michael Kennedy. And, you know, Zach has gone through a, a really tough time um, with this year, but his, his spirit and his energy on the bench has been awesome. So um, we're, we're, we're grateful to have this opportunity to hopefully we can send them out on the right note and, and keep building. we got a lot to play for. So Good luck. Play well. Thank you so much. Marquette assistant coach Neil Barry. Marquette finishes the regular season. This afternoon against St. John's. This is Marquette Basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette Basketball from Learfield. Gabe Neitzel back in the Marquette Game Day Studios. Lots to celebrate today for Marquette. Already the Big East regular season champions. They're number six in the country. It is Senior Day and Al's Day all inside Pfizer Forum. That also leads to it being... A championship blowout game. And Marquette would like to thank Gruber Law Offices for supporting today's championship blowout game. No finish line. Gruber Law Offices provided champ blue t-shirts to all students sitting in the student sections for today's game. Gruber Law Offices, one call, that's all. St. John's comes in at 7-12, and 12, but that doesn't mean they're not a dangerous team. 17-13 and 13 overall, and they had a 7-point lead at home against Marquette when they played earlier this season. You heard Coach Neil Barry also just mentioned in the interview with Homer, this is a team that has a win on the road at UConn, a place where Marquette struggled famously earlier this season. They hung with UConn in their last game at MSG uh, just a few days ago as well, losing that game 95-86. A team that certainly struggles defensively, averaging, uh, giving up 75 points per game, but they can score when you look at some of uh, the scores that they have, plus 
they have something that has given Marquette issues at times this season, and that is somebody with heights who can score. Joel Siriano, 6'11", senior, leads Division One with 22 double-doubles, had one back on January 3rd against Marquette. Uh, they also have a, a more size, 6'10", 6'8", coming off the bench. So there is some size that could give Marquette some issues, especially on the offensive glass. So that's something to keep an eye on for Marquette in today's contest. Posh Alexander, also good defender, leads the Big East 32nd in Division One with two steals per game, averages 10 points per contest as well. And David Jones comes off the bench averaging 13 points per game. He has scored double digits of 22 out of 28 games. It's a team that, again, you can score against. Marquette scored 56 points in the second half. However, if you have a little bit of an off-night shooting, you really have to lock it up on defense, and that's going to be something to keep an eye on for Marquette in today's contest. When Homer and Tony give you the starting lineups later today, those are going to be brought to you by Hush Blackwell, a business law firm aligned by industry built on relationships. Senior day for number six Marquette, but we see what else is happening in Marquette athletics coming up next. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. From the biggest of games to the one that means the most to us, whenever you shop Meyer, you support hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. Gabe Neitzel in the Marquette Game Day Studios, number six Marquette, Al's Day, Senior Day, celebrating a Big East championship. Championship blew out inside Pfizer Forum today as they host St. John's. But we take a look and see what else is happening in Marquette Athletics. A big one in the Big East tournament out at the Mohegan Sun Arena in Connecticut for the women's basketball team today. Uh, they've got their contest tipping off at 1.30 against St. John's. So they're also playing the Red Storm. But this is a big one because Marquette comes in at 29-13-7 in the Big East. St. John's 22-7. 13-7 in the Big East. They split their regular season uh, meeting. And why is this such a big game? Well, if you go to ESPN.com and take a look at the women's bracketology that they do, both Marquette and St. John's are in the last four in on the bubble, meaning as of right now, both are projected to make the tournament, but as one of those last four teams, and they would be playing in the first four games at places that are still to be determined. What makes it even more interesting is the loser of this game, does that bump them out? So it becomes a big game. You feel better about uh, potentially getting in if you're Marquette or St. John's. If you win this game, might not be a bad idea to keep an eye on this contest. If you're sitting at home, you can watch the men's game on Fox and then flip over to FS2 where this one is tipping once again at 1.30. The men's tennis team picked up their first victory of the year. It was a narrow 4-3 decision over DePaul on Friday night at the Elite Sports Club up on the North Shore. So congratulations to them. They're back in action today. Also starting at 1 o'clock, they are taking on Eastern Illinois. The women's tennis team uh, is traveling to DePaul today. First serve scheduled for 1.30. Women's team so far 2-8 and eight on this year while DePaul comes in at six and five. The Golden Eagles coming in playing some pretty good tennis though. They've defeated UIC and UWM this past weekend. Nicholas Evangelio was named the Big East Male Golfer of the Week after he had a great performance at the Loyola Intercollegiate at Palm Valley Golf Club in Goodyear, Arizona on the last three days in the month of February. Eight under par. Uh, originally from Spain, he shot under par in all three rounds. Ended up finishing fifth in the tournament, Marquette as a team finished second at 20 under par as a squad. 
The men's lacrosse team held off Detroit Mercy 10-5. They're going to be playing their first home game in over a month coming up on March 11th. Uh, and they needed an 8-0 second-half run to take down Detroit Mercy. That was 10-5 this past Thursday at Titan Field in Detroit. Devon Cowan led the Golden Eagles with a hat trick in that contest. And the women's lacrosse team, 3-1 and so far. They'll be returning to action this weekend, also taking on Detroit Mercy. That game is happening tomorrow. First draw between the Golden Eagles Titans is set for noon tomorrow inside the Valley Fields Dome right here in Milwaukee. If you're unable to make it there, of course, get tickets at GoMarquette.com. You can also check out the broadcast on Flow Sports. Video stat links for the game always available as well at GoMarquette.com. Final regular season game of the season for the Marquette men's basketball team and their already Big East champions, but we'll give you some keys to victory coming up next for Marquettes. This is Trust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Trust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. And fans, if you are going to today's game, make sure you download that Marquette Game Day app, Marquette's official Game Day app. Marquette Game Day app is the best way to manage your tickets, view today's game program, listen live, and participate in home game promotions. Make sure you download Marquette Game Day app. Just search Marquette Game Day on Google Play or the App Store on your device. Number six, Marquette hosting St. John's inside Pfizer Forum. And this is a St. John's team that, again, gave Marquette a scare back on, it was early in the season, it was just the fifth conference game of the year, January 3rd uh, in New York. But St. John's shot over 50% from the field, shot 47% from downtown. But Marquette was able to take care of the game from the free throw line where they were 20 of 26 St. John's, just 9 of 14. This is a dangerous team to try to get into a shootout with because this is where I have to disagree a little bit with Coach Neil Berry, who is on the pregame show, is the uh, pregame show interview from Homer earlier today. And I, th- I feel like this is a thing that coaches always want to do because there is a certain toughness that is associated when you think of yourself as a defense first team. And not to say that Marquette's defense is bad. But this is an offensive team. This is a team that is ranked fifth in offensive efficiency at the website Kempom.com. This is a team that ranks fifth in um, the entire country, shooting 49.5% from the field this season. Oso Iguodaro ranks fifth in the nation, 66.4 field goal percentage. Marquette lead the Big East and rank top 10 in Division One in fast break points, turnover margin and so the steals part certainly yes that that factors into the defense um but just so many offensive statistics um leading the big east ranking fifth with a 1.64 assist to turnover ratio tyler kolick second in the nation 7.9 assists per contest there are just so many offensive stats that rack up this is a tough team to try to go and outscore if you're not a really good defensive team and want to you know kind of grind out the game and that's not what saint john's is uh but this is a team that can get hot. Joel Soriano had 22 points, and that is somebody with size, and that's something that has given Marquette some issues at times this season. Their tallest player, Ben Gold, still trying to fill out a little bit, and uh, a more experienced player like Soriano can take advantage of that in the post, can take advantage and shoot over um, uh, an Oso Iguodaro at 6'9". And Marquette was able to force them into a lot of turnovers. 16. Marquette did turn it over 14 times, though, back in early January. That is the first thing to keep an eye on, really limiting those turnovers. And then, of course, limiting the second-chance opportunities for guys like Joel Soriano, who is going to be looking to clean things up 
on the glass today. Marquette was able to defeat St. John's 96-85 back in January, and now here in their lone regular season game in the month of March, they look to sweep the season series. And what else makes this season special for Marquette as they are going for conference win number 17? Nobody in the Big East has won uh, 17 games in the conference in since the 2011-12 season. So it's been 11 years since somebody's been able to do that. That was Syracuse back then. But Marquette has also beaten every conference opponent at least once. First time they've done that in Big East Conference play. With the round-robin format, they did not get swept by anyone. First time they've done that in Big East Conference play as well. We'll see what else is happening in the Big East. Take a look at what the standings look like what the potential bracket for the Big East looks like next week for the tournament at Madison Square Garden. That's all coming up next. This is Winchester Coverage Marquette Basketball from Learfield. Trust coverage, Marquette basketball from Learfield. Cape Knight's in the Marquette Game Day Studios, where Marquette is getting ready to take on St. John's Marquette, the number six team in the country. Are you looking for an exciting night out? Visit Dave and Buster's and enjoy happy hour specials, the Wow Wall, and all the new million dollar midway. It's only at Dave and Buster's. Eat, drink, play, watch sports at Dave and Buster's. Before we go any further, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. 10 for an ID. This is Trust coverage, Marquette basketball from Learfield. Hey, this is Homer. You're listening to the home of Marquette Basketball. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee. A locally owned Good Karma brand station. Surprising result already in the Big East today. The first game of a long day of basketball on Big Fox. Seton Hall, 16-14 and 14 now after going into Providence and just smacking around the Friars, 82-58, holding them to just 25 points in that first half, coasting to this victory. Dre Davis for Seton Hall finishes with 24 points in that victory. Uh, St. John's t- uh, visiting Marquette Butler at number 19 Xavier, and number 14 UConn is at Villanova tonight at 6.30, and then the final game of the Big East regular season, Creighton will visit DePaul tonight. That game tips at 8 o'clock. Taking a look at those Big East Conference standings, we already know Marquette is going to be that number one seed, and after Providence fell, they're not going to be able to get to that two seed. They'll likely be a three or a four, depending on what happens with Creighton later today, and UConn sits there at 12 and 7 as well. We'll get you out to Fiserv Forum, starting lineups, opening tip with the Hall of Famer Tony Smith, and the voice of Marquette, Homer. It's all coming your way next. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette Basketball from Learfield. On the Marquette University Golden Eagles Sports Network. From Learfield, this is Wintrust coverage of Marquette Basketball. Wintrust, Wisconsin's bank, the official bank of Marquette. Also brought to you by Software One, official digital cloud and software partner of Marquette Athletics. CentOS, ready for the workday. Coors Light, mountain coal refreshment made to chill. Baird, discover the Baird difference. Office Depot, the official office product supplier for Marquette University, Right Height, where we're always looking ahead. Sitgo, let's go together. Steinhoffels, an employee-owned company. Johnson Controls, powering the future of smart, healthy, and sustainable buildings. Qdoba, making the world a more flavorful place. Hush Blackwell, a value-driven law firm aligned by industry. Gordon Flesh Company, business technology managed. Direct Supply, own your impact. Clean Power, 
expert commercial cleaners. And by Belfour, restoring more than property. The tip is moments away. Now, here is Homer, along with Hall of Famer, Tony Smith. It is Marquette at home against St. John's, and it is the Big East regular season champion Marquette against St. John's. Homer along with Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Say whatever you want to add to that, Tony. Take it over. Uh, nothing to add to that. <clears throat> Big East champions. What are you going to do? There's nothing. Well, other than I believe that if they win this game, I think 17 Big East regular season wins in a season will rank among well, the elite going in for Big a number East of history. wins. Title is not enough. You want number of wins now. Well, no. Other, somebody wins a title each year. That's true. Very seldom, and it'll come out, has a Big East team ever won 17 regular season games. Now, part of that is they're up to 20 games itself, but still. There you go. Now you just ruined your accomplishment. 17 adding and a asterisk. 17 and 3 speaks to historic greatness in the Big East. All right, let's get to the starting lineup from our cat. Guard, a 6-4 sophomore from Memphis, Tennessee. Number one, Cam Jones. Guard, 6-2, a sophomore from Reading, Pennsylvania. Number four, Steve at guard, 6-3, a junior from Cumberland, Rhode Island, 11, Tyler Kolak. At forward, a 6-8 junior from Montreal, Quebec, number 12, Junior from Chandler, Arizona. 13. Also Igadaro. In his second season, the head coach. Such a smart. And the sixth man, your Marquette student section. We are just about set to go. St. John's under Mike Anderson in his fourth year. They only have like eight players. They're missing as many as they have. Joel Soriano, the 6'11 senior, 15 points, 12 rebounds. Posh Alexander, seems like he's been there forever. The point guard, 6'4 junior, 10 points, 4 rebounds. A.J. Storr, 6'6 freshman, 9 points, 2 rebounds. My insider said he's going to be very good. Dylan Adewu, 6'4", junior, 9 points, 4 rebounds. And Omar Stanley, 6'8", sophomore, 4.5 points, 2.5 rebounds. Um, Andre Corbello, the fourth leading scorer, out injured concussion. Montez Mathis, out turf toe. Uh, Rafael Pinzone, indefinite suspension. Those would be three of their top eight players. I'm not going to... Say Marquette should win this game. Marquette but we, should win this game. You, I, you could say it. We have a packed <laughs> house. They should. They're all in blue, and it says 
no finish line, which has become a... Who's the, who's the conference champion in this? Is this the Big East? This who's, is. Who's the conference champion? Marquette is oh. the Big East regular season conference then champion. They should beat everybody. All right, fair enough. We'll go with you. They also, conferences have a conference postseason tourney. So each year, a conference has two champions. Just so you got a chance if you didn't win the regular season. Yep. That's all that is. 24 and 6, sixth in the country. I heard a prediction that it could be number five this week on Monday. Oh, wow. That was my prediction, actually. 24 and 6, 16 and 3 in Vicky's I don't know if a win over St. John's is going to lift you up anymore, but uh, no, maybe what, some other uh, yeah, losses. Yeah, somebody's got to lose. Yep. St. John's 17 and 13. They are 7 and 12. And sitting in ninth in Vicky's play. They will have a first-round Big East postseason tourney game against Butler. The winner of that game will face Marquette Thursday at 11 a.m. So it's possible Marquette could play St. John's in back-to-back -back games. They first faced January the 3rd. Marquette won it 96-85. Omax Prosper had 25 of his 29 in the second half. And now, the early tip, Osui Godar, can he pull it off again? You call it, Tony. On the way up, he's getting it right away. Ooh, the guy threw it so high, he could barely get to it, but yes, he won it anyway. Soriano's not a quick jumper, but he is strong and powerful, so it'll be a, a, another test of a, a, a good big guy. Yep, Marquette. He was very good against Marquette in the first game. Kolick has it 40 feet away. Cam Jones still outside the arc. Still has it wide left. Then gives to Oso Iguodaro. Then further out to Kolick. Seven to shoot. Kolick, baseline eight feet away. Spins, turns. Baseline layup is good. That's the new Tyler Kolick. We never saw that early in the year, Tony. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's just he's just feeling good about his game. He, he did what he did. The clock's running down, though, so he was forced to do something like that. Marquette up 2 nothing. Posh gives in the corner. Baseline move. It's too easy. Shot is up and in, yes. Yeah, easy baseline drive. Typically can't, don't want to give up baseline. No help there. 2-2. Two -two, Marquette oh, just Max, turned it he over. He was thinking of what he was going to do there. That was an unforced turnover. Like, Let me see. Am I going to pump fake this? Am I going to drive? What am I going to do? we got to catch the ball first. And that was a Hall of Fame unforced turnover. The first basket was by Stanley. I don't think I mentioned that. Posh Alexander across the stripe. Alexander, top of the circle. Alexander, 12 feet away. Doesn't want to shoot. Back out Soriano. Back further out. They give to A.J. Store. Store on a drive, falls down and <laughs> travels. That would, what was that? That would be an unforced turnover. I, that looked I like a fumble in football. They both went diving for the ball. I shouldn't call those because that's your call on the unforced turnover. Yeah, they just got tripped. Cam Jones looked like he stuck a foot in there. Maybe a trip uh, store. And then Stevie uh, Mitchell saw the ball on the floor, so he dove after it. Marquette 2, St. John's 2. We're a minute and a half in. Iguodaro top of the circle. Back to Kolick. Still top of the key. Further outside. Marquette beyond the three-point line. Wide left. Now the give back to Kolick. He'll jump pass inside Iguodaro in the corner. Wide open three. Cam Jones missed it. No, oh, he didn't. Oh, wow. It missed 
missed and then hit the back of the rim and went through. Shooter's bounce. Yes, you don't see that a corner three. <laughs> no, you do not. I would say ever, but I just saw it, so Marquette goes up 5-2. I saw the most famous one, Kawhi Leonard hit one, yes. falling away from the corner. Soriano double-teamed, has to throw it back outside. Now they got in the corner. Open three is good. That's yeah, not his shot, but you don't, when you're, you're being that wide kind. open. I mean, you know what Posh Alexander was shooting threes? Nine not, of not 51, good. 18%. <laughs> I'll give him that all day. It's 5-5. Five, five. Floater in the lane from six. No good by Iguodara. The shot he likes. Yeah, but again, he's so wide open on that one. I mean, you got to contest the guy, especially when he's shooting that percentage. Get a hand up. So passing outside the arc by St. John's. Ade Wusu. Now they swing it across the store. Still on uh, outside the three-point line. Store behind the back. Tough eight-footer. Hanging, shooting, missing. Rebound inside and laying it up and in too easily is Omar Stanley. Marquette up. Or excuse me, Marquette trailing 7-5. Up top, three attempt. No good and off the top of the backboard, but still in play. The miss by Omax Prosper. And now a steal. Who does it best? Stevie Mitchell. Kolick, wide open three. That's too hard. Rebound tapped up and in Omax. by the offensive rebounding machine. It's always a tap. Omax Prosper, we're tied 7-0. Yeah, that Wusu got lazy on that pass. Trying to outlet pass. Stevie Mitchell, obviously, always involved in everything. He was right there. We're tied 7-0. Marquette and St. John's. Pasha Alexander on a drive, then kicks in the corner. Store, open three. He missed it, and it's rebound, tap, tapped again, and laying it up and fouled. St. John's is going to go to the line. I think Omar Stanley got yep. fouled. And it's Marquette 7, St. John's 7, 16-32 left first half. Yeah, they got to get Stanley off the boards. It's the uh, second trip in a row that he's been able to get offensive rebound, keep that ball alive. He normally wouldn't be playing much. One thing he struggles at is free throwing. He's 52%. And he didn't look like it on that one. Joplin in and Mitchell out for Marquette. Marquette trailing 8-7, 16-32 left first half. Marquette 24-6, St. John's 17-13. No, my number's got to be wrong. There's no way. 52%. Marquette down. 9-7, Iguodara 12 feet away in the lane, back outside to Joplin, further out, Cam Jones, beyond the three-point line, Cam Jones now on a drive, That's and a he lays it up there. and in, yes, wow. that wasn't a scoop, that was no. an old-fashioned layup with bumping going on. A little hang time there, the double pump. 9-all, Posh Alexander in the corner, now open three, no good, rebound comes to Marquette. Shot missed by a day Wusu, and now Kolick will bring it up. Kolick outside Love the arc. That shot. Open Love that three. Shot. Wide open. That was a Cam Jones wide open three. Hit by Kolick. Yeah, there's no word about his penetration. A lot of teams go under. That's probably the scouting report because if you want Tyler to do anything, it's to shoot the three. You don't want him getting in your paint. Uh, he's got to make him pay for that like he did Soriano that Soriano has the ball knocked away by Kolick. Stone away by Kolick. And he'll give to Prosper. He's going to go to the basket. He'll lay it up and in. That was easy against Posh Alexander. And they call. Counted in a foul. Posh Alexander for a foul. He, he yeah, says, he's, what? He's too little. He's got to let him go. You're Posh, don't just give him a free throw. You're he too didn't little. get anything for that foul. Oh, he bumped him. Uh, yeah, he tried to get out of the way. It's too late. Was that a foul? 
Yes, it was. Right. He bodied him. He tried, to, he tried to not bump him, but Marquette he did. up five, 14 to 9. Omax Prosper will try the three-point play. When play resumes, timeout. This Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. 16 and three in Big East play. Already the regular season conference champs. Marquette going for win number 17 and 25 on the season. Leading St. John's 14 to nine, up five. 15-33 left first half. Cintas delivers everything you need from servicing fire extinguishers and first aid cabinets, the stocking restroom supplies and managing uniform and apparel solutions. Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Enjoy a clean running engine wherever you go. Top tier tri-clean Sitco gasoline. Sitco, let's go together. Fans, make sure to cheer on Marquette from the charity stripe. Johnson Controls, $5 donation to Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity. For every free throw made, Johnson Controls, proud partner of Marquette Athletics. And experience modern luxury with an artful twist at St. Kate, the Arts Hotel, with deluxe accommodations, culinary excellence, on-site art galleries, and nightly live music. You'll enjoy every element of your stay at St. Kate. Marquette next Thursday in the Big East Conference postseason tourney in Madison Square Garden. They will play at 11 a.m. Thursday against the winner of Butler and St. John's. They'll have to play Wednesday in one of the prelim games because they are not one of the top in the Big East. 14-9, Omax Prosper. Too bad for them. Yep. Been there, done that. That's right. Omax Prosper, pure with a free throw. He's got five. Kolick's got five. Cam Jones has five. And Marquette up 15-9. Almost. Almost another turnover as Omax Prosper... Marquette already got one on their full-court pressure. This looks almost like man-to-man. And yeah, up to this point, Chase uh, Ross. St. John's looks uninterested. <laughs> All right. And now here's a steal by Omax Prosper in midcourt. He'll go to the basket. He'll lay it up and in. You called that. Marquette up 17-9. And now a foul on, on Marquette in the backcourt. Bumping. Posh Alexander. I mean, that last pass, he literally Ross. started the fast break for Marquette. Well, a great lead pass. <laughs> Chase uh, Posh Alexander did, yes. <laughs> I mean, great lead pass. Omak Prosper now with seven. Marquette leading by eight. Alexander brings it up. Jones is now in the ball game. The transfer from DePaul. Oh, wow. Ball knocked away, that but fortunately for St. John's, they keep it. They go to the basket. Miss the layup. The ball's knocked Marquette's off ball. someone's foot out of bounds. It'll be off St. John's. Nicely done. You don't have a whistle, but they could have given not. you one there. It's very Even with my glasses, I can see that. David Jones, a 6'6 junior, their second leading scorer, coming in off the bench. Marquette up 17-9. Kolick standing dribble. Alexander bumping him, so they give to Ross. Back to Kolick, still outside the arc. He penetrates in the corner. Omax Prosper, the three is good. He's doing yep. everything else. He's got 10. That's sweet. 10 for Prosper on the three. Marquette up 20 to 9. I think he likes playing against St. John's. What do you think? Uh, well, he had 25 in the second half, <laughs> and he's got 10 in the first five minutes. Yes. Pull up 10-footer. No good. Rebound pulled down by Chase Ross. I would look for Omax. I'm just saying. Yeah. Or Joplin, quick three, missed it. Rebound to St. John's. Jones missed that last shot. St. John's brings it up in the front court. Store, six-footer in the lane, no good. 
They have no interest in passing. Miss covered by Marquette, and now Kolick, the trailer, brings it up. Marquette up 11. Kolick, no look to Iguodaro. He'll stuff it. That and was, we're going to uh, get a easy. timeout. Yeah, the Mike Anderson I know isn't happy with that. He's just calling timeout because Marquette's putting on a whooping right now. 14 minutes left, first half, and Marquette already up 22 to 9. It's a 30-second timeout. Marquette's on pace to, let's see, 6, 3. They're on pace for about 140. Yeah, as a defensive coach, it's got to be tough for Mike yeah. Anderson to watch. Yeah, it is. Uh, Marquette I, totally. operate with so much ease and freedom of movement. He probably likes to be a, lot, a little more disruptive, oh, but uh, they can't totally. do it right now. No. Uh, Marquette fans will know it was Mike Anderson who was the first-year coach at UAB that shocked the world when Marquette's Conference USA team, led by Dwayne Wade, lost to UAB in the conference postseason tourney, which then gave them more time to rest before going all the way to the Final Four. But that's the same Mike Anderson who was an assistant under Nolan Richardson, and uh, they do not defend the way he did when he first was at UAB, or even, I don't know how much their defense has been at St. John's. Not at the level he had as an assistant at Arkansas and at UAB, and he's coached other places as well. So the answer to your question, and it was way too long an answer, this can't be easy for him to watch. Posh Alexander against oh, the wow. double team, and he is fouled at the midcourt. Yeah, they they called the foul usually, against Sean usually Jones. Usually called a travel or a yeah. double dribble. Even when you're down 22-9? I mean, you can't dribble off your own body. Um, that doesn't work. Yeah. In the ball game, Colby King, a 6-2 freshman. Checking in for St. John's number five, Dylan Adewusu. Dylan back in. Marquette up 22-9, 13-55 left first half. King walks it up. Now they're on the perimeter. Marquette up by 13. Soriano has been very quiet. Hasn't done much of anything. They haven't really gotten him the ball much. Yeah, no, he's, and he's out on the perimeter right now as opposed to being on the block. Where he really hurt Marquette. Store pull up three, missed that it. Was, uh, the guy who can't shoot threes. Oh, that was Posh, Posh Alexander. Yep. I, apolo I apologize to Store. He's a much better shooter. <laughs> yes. Joplin, nobody's on Joplin. He doesn't <laughs> he take, take the, the 15 footer. Back to Ross. He'll take the three around and out. Soriano the rebound. Who, by the way, is way ahead of everyone in that, rebounding that, in the That big possession East. shows you right there. The mid-range. Just a lost, forgotten about Cause, art. Cause if he's I mean, he's wide gone. open. Yeah. <laughs> he's wide open at the free throw line. On a drive to the basket. Hanging, King shooting and scoring. Too aggressive. Overplaying when you don't have to. Marquette up 22-11. Iguodar at the free throw line. Oh, we had Sean Jones backdoor missed him. Joplin and that, that. I just, that was I, not a good call. That was a horrible call. Yep, not that a good was, call. That was actually a flop that the official could have called against St. John's. Instead, it goes against Joplin as it was a day wusu. You going to join my club? That was uh, a flop. Yeah, 100%. 100% flop. And if they followed the homer rule. His foot rule, didn't even touch the if, ground if, yet. If they followed the homer rule, that would never happen because when you fall down, you never get the benefit of a call. Or how about this? Yeah. If he had looked correctly, he wouldn't have called it either. <laughs> yes. I'll join that club. 12.50 left first half. Marquette up 22-11. King will bring it up. Posh Alexander, normally the point guard, working at the two spot now. King 
12 feet away, still dribbling, and now finally stopped back outside the oh, arc. Another that pass, gimme. Chase Ross stole it. He'll go to the basket. He'll get bumped and miss the shot and get two free throws. Thought he was maybe going to get counted in a foul because they all listen to Tony Smith, who says go into that defender as you're going to the basket. He couldn't really get a hold of it. He got around Jones, but he couldn't handle the dribble. He had lost it. No, they don't even give him a shot. How was that? No, he, he fouled him way all up right. there. Form. All right. Stand corrected. Cam Jones on the inbounds. Quick three in the corner. Around, around, oh, and out. This Ross. one didn't drop in. Joplin the rebound to Jones. Same we'll spot. Again. Three again. Around, around, and out. Ross Chase again. Ross has the rebound. Under the basket, so he has to dribble in the corner. Oh, now Joplin, Joplin again. nobody on him. Back out. <laughs> Sean Jones. They got 12 to shoot. Now Joplin will try a three. Wide Ooh, left. Bad. Backboard, nothing else. Boings to St. John's. Yeah, he's too good of a shooter to miss that bad. Yeah. That, that, that. Inside to Soriano. He's triple team. Back out to Jones. Open three. That misses. They oh, are clearly not going to nope. let Soriano score. Marquette the rebound in the front court. Joplin in the lane to a flashy chase. Ross to the basket. And he's fouled. The ball was blocked by Soriano. But Soriano called for the foul. He's not buying it. I'd like to see that one, too. Yeah, that cut right there, Homer, is where I would love for Chase Ross to be able to slow down. He gets the handoff, slow down, yeah. and just launch. He was going too fast horizontally. There's no way he could get up. And when he goes slow up, down. he can go up no, with he's anybody. Going up, he's going up where others cannot. We don't cannot. know if Soriano can go 12th floor. I don't think so. All right. But we have 22-11. Marquette with the lead. Comfortable. 11.55 left first half. Timeout. Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball when you have already won the conference regular season championship. You don't even care about the other scores. This one is a little surprising. Seton Hall playing 20th ranked Providence. Seton Hall won 82 to 58. St. John's beat Providence. Yeah. Seton Hall 10 and 10 in Big East play. Providence goes to 13 and 7. Other games, Butler at Xavier, UConn at Villanova. That'll be a good one. As I said, you don't want to play Villanova. And Creighton is at DePaul. And then the Big East postseason conference tourney starts Wednesday. And then Marquette will be You don't playing. want to play Marquette. That's what you that don't want to play. That is correct, yes. But you know that because they're top in the conference. Villanova, on the other hand, currently at sixth. And other than Marquette, the team I would want to play the least is Villanova. Really? Yeah. I would say Xavier. All right. Xavier will be third. Not worried about Villanova. Mm -hmm. Since they got their entire team back, I got to check to see how many games they've won in a row. They've won six of seven games. The only loss was at Providence. Wins against DePaul, Seton Hall, Butler, Xavier, Creighton, and at Seton Hall. Chase right. Ross knocks down the first free throw. So Marquette up 23-11. Chase Ross, 77% free thrower. Omax Prosper leading with 10. Second free throw is good. It's comfortable so far, Marquette, with some backcourt pressure. And King has it in the front court. Nobody on him, but he still won't shoot it. Gives back to Jones and a foul on Marquette before Jones fell down. That looked, team foul that looked five weird. on Marquette. I'm not sure what that was. 
Cam Jones like, fell off balance himself, yeah. right into Cam Jones. Mm -hmm. There have been some uh, officiating of note to I mean, this point. They, they see a collision, they're like, oh, got something, call something happened. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have to call anything, right? Yeah, I mean, guy fell down. What are you going to do? Again, the big story is Soriano has just been no factor whatsoever. Inside turning, shooting, missing. The rebound comes to Marquette. Jones missed the shot. Certainly ain't going to be a factor now. He's not in the game. Correct. Cam Jones, 30 feet away left side. Uses the Sean Jones screen. Cam Jones still has it. Cam Jones continues to dribble. Now attacks in the lane. Nobody on him. Back out Sean Jones. He'll attack. Double team. Oh to boy. Cam Jones. Wide open three is so weak. Cam needs that guy. Sean Jones got it to him quickly. And Cam Jones with the three. Marquette up 27 oh, came down. King travel. with a terrible play. <laughs> that would be an unforced turnover. Didn't didn't live by Tony Smith rule. You need the jump stop. Don't start passing the ball when <laughs> you're did, up in the air. He did a 180 in the air, came down, traveled. Wow. Marquette up 27-11, up 16 with the ball. Oh, Cam again? Jones, wide open really? three. Good again. Good again. How do you leave the guy open? We've I said mean, that so many times. But he just hit one. <laughs> I'll go up to him, let him go by me, and score two. Marquette up 30 to 11, their biggest lead at 19. King has it 40 feet away. That's oh, a gamble, bad gamble. Hanging and great defense. Got lucky. Jones Marquette is out. long pass. We'll see Sean get Jones up. is free. He gets called for a travel. Yep. yep. Sean Jones isn't buying it. Don't know about that. We'll watch the replay. Don't know about that. Yep, yep. yep. That last one, that last step. That was one, two, three. Marquette up 30 to 11. 10.30 left first half. They're still on pace for 120. Tough. Tough. Bosch Alexander across the stripe. Still with it. Stop and go dribble in the lane to the basket. He had an easy layup and then just they lost the ball. It. And it came down. Marquette had two players there. Igudara and Gold, and they both lost it, and it'll be St. John's ball to inbound along the baseline. Yeah, you saw Oso in hot pursuit. He kind of quick laid it. When he really, really didn't have to. He could have just did a regular layup. Store wide open three is good. Top of the circle. Yeah, that's not Posh Alexander. You got to get out on him. 41%. Yeah, Posh Alexander. You just run away from him as he's shooting a three. Cam Jones, free throw line, lost oh, the ball, got dribbling. it back, and now it's going to be a steal by St. John's. They've got two on one. Alexander to the basket. He shoots and scores, counted in a foul on Sean Jones, and it's now 30-16, to 16, Marquette. 9.54 left first half. You've got to leave the dribbling to Tyler Kolick. That's his specialty. Cam Jones, his specialty is take a guess, Homer. Cam Jones' specialty is shooting from the second <laughs> yes. he enters the building. Yes, and he's, he's dribbling, dribbling. He's trying to beat T Tyler Kolick there, but lost the handle. When he dribbles, it's got to be right to the hoop for a scoop, and the free throw is good by Alexander. Marquette leading 30-17. to 17. Iguodar led in the deep corner. Now 30 feet away, Kolick holds the ball. Tyler Kolick on a bump at the free throw line in the corner. Mitchell, wide oh. open three, missed it. Barely caught rim. And the rebound to St. John's and Jones. Back to Alexander. In the front court, Ade Wusu. 
A day Wusu oh. left open, he'll drive. He <laughs> he traveled, and then he traveled after he traveled. Well, that he, was a double travel. Well, he traveled, and then he tried to act like he got hit. He <laughs> tried to disguise the and travel. And then he threw it an extra step. <laughs> All right. Three-quarter trap pressure by St. John's, what you might expect from Mike Anderson. Marquette up 30-17. to 17. Going in the middle. Yep. There it is. Oh, now they get it to go in the pass. front court. He could have wow. gone to the basket. Instead, he backs up. In the corner, Mitchell. Outside, Cam Jones, Iguodara at the free throw line, faces up, hands back to Kolick. Kolick on a drive to Iguodara, who stuffs it. How many stuffs has he gotten off of? A sweet pass from Tyler Kolick. Are we at 100 yet, Tony? Are we at 100 That's what he's supposed times? to do, set the big guy up. But if you think we've seen that 100 times? Uh, you'll see it a few more times. All right. 32-17 Marquette. You talk about, I can't understand how that happens. I can't understand how that happens. This is the first thing I'd try to stop. That, maybe, that one's very understandable. Maybe you can't stop it. you got you to stop Tyler Kolick. Posh Alexander. Posh Alexander just shot. Time. No three. No three. Just a regular two. Mitchell drives back out Cam Dones to Kolick. Kolick drives. He spins eight feet away. And Iguodara. He missed oh. the no-footer, and they're going to call a, a foul. foul. Yeah, that was called on. If Not going to call it if the ball goes in. Right. They called Omar Stanley. He makes it no call. Correct. And you know his mistake, and you've said this before, he should have dunked it. He didn't. Don't you think he could have? Yeah, he's trying to get it up quick, though. So that's, that's, the, that's that uh, Chase Ross thing I tell you about. You want to get the quick jump because you got enough elevation to just lay it up. But yeah, I prefer the power jump. Yeah. Again, dunk it. Soriano's not in, and they have uh, Isaiah Nye-Wee, a 6'10 senior, that's come in, and Iguodara misses the first free throw. It oh, doesn't matter. Something, something seems like something wrong with Soriano. Uh, I would agree. He was not a factor, didn't do anything, and now he's out. Now look at him. Look at him. He, he's, he's on the bench. Just, like, again, like, it doesn't look, just doesn't look like engaged. he wants to be here. Yeah. Yes. He's like, ah, don't put me in. I'm good. All right. Also, Iguodara. Has improved his free throw shooting in a big way. Second free throw is good. Hit one out of two. He has gone from a low of 40%. He's now at 52. Marquette going small. Yep. As is St. John's. John's is already small. It's true. King in the backcourt. Mitchell bothering him. Marquette up 33-19. We have 821 left first half. Adewusu on a drive. Fell down. Gives back to King. He'll penetrate. He lobs. Shaky pass so they can't finish. They'll have to dribble it back outside. And now, Adewusu 45 feet away. King still way outside the arc right side. To a flashing Adewusu. He's strong. He finished and was fouled by Tyler Kolick. That was not easy. Yeah, that's a linebacker coming through the paint there. Don't let him get started. And all of a sudden, St. John's is getting within striking distance of striking distance. It's, it's just bad defense. You take your eye off of the, your guy, and he back cuts you to the hole. The, the ball handler, no pressure on the ball handler. He's able to see very clearly and easily. Makes a nice, simple pass to a cutter. 33-21. Marquette with the lead, and the free throw is good. So, Adewusu makes the three-point play. Marquette by 11. Pressure in the backcourt, kind of like Marquette, the trap pressure. Mitchell to Kolick across the timeline, and St. John's backs up. Cam Jones and Mitchell, nobody on. In the corner, Prosper, he'll try the three. Nope. Missed it. Rebound pulled down by St. John's. Yeah, quality look, though. Yep. Shot that he wanted. Day Wusu inside, back out the store across the Day Wusu. 
Long three, no good. Oh, Rebound inside. We're going to get a foul on St. John's. <laughs> they're going to they're going to call Nye Yep. As a obvious push, and Marquette will bring it up on the rebound attempt. 7.32 left first half. Marquette up 11. 33-22 over St. John's. Timeout. Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wind Trust coverage of Marquette basketball. Homer and Hall of Famer Tony Smith. Marquette trying to get to 17 Regular season conference wins at 16-3, leading St. John's 33-22, 7-32 left first half. It has been comfortable from the start. Marquette 55% shooting, St. John's 42%. Coloring Visual Marketing Solutions is your resource for printing, packaging, and graphic design services. Visit coloring.com. That's Inc. with a K to learn how they can help grow your business. Marquette wants to thank Gruber Law Offices for supporting today's championship blue out game no finish line gruber law offices provided champion blue t-shirts to all students sitting in the student section for today's game gruber law offices one call that's all with 55 wisconsin qdoba locations and growing qdoba is hiring competitive wages great benefits fast-paced career growth and flexible hours visit work at qdoba.com to join the mission of bringing flavor into people's lives Everybody wearing the blue t-shirt, not just the students. And it's a sellout. Um, I didn't get one. They don't give me any excuses that. I didn't get I one didn't either. Get one. What color do I have on? You have blue on. Okay, so. I have my ESPN Milwaukee exactly. 94.5. Please comply next time. Oh, all right. In the corner, Joplin won't take the three, and uh, King nearly stole the ball, goes out of bounds. It will rem remain Marquette ball. 7.23 left first half. Marquette 33, St. John's 22. Nobody can even see us in our uh, broadcast booth where we're located. Uh, still no excuse. All right. Okay. I'll have one next time. Yep. Kolick, free throw line, back out. Cam Jones will try a three. Too hard. That's Boeing rebound. Fine. All the way to Cam That's Jones. Open. He's got a wide open three. Missed two in a row. That almost never yeah. happens. First one was highly contested. I thought it was going to be open, but uh, they closed out pretty good. Rebound to St. John's. They have it on the perimeter. Stanley, top of the circle. Hands back to store. Marquette up 11. Into the corner. Open three. Around and out. Rebound is Soriano. Got it. Shoots and scores. Counted in a foul. He's finally arrived. The leading uh, rebound in the Big East, Joel Soriano. And Marquette's lead has dipped down to nine. But it had Joplin on him, and he was at a big mismatch there. Marquette led by 19 at 32-11. It's now down to 9, so a 10-point edge. And uh, if Soriano starts doing stuff, that will make it much tougher. That's his first basket. And the free throw around and in. He caught a break there. Marquette up eight, 33-25. Pressure by King Kolick. Lobs ahead, front court, wide right with it. Omax Prosper now swing it around to Ross. Ross and Kolick, 30 feet away. Now top of the circle, Iguodara. Oh, Kolick's wide open. You missed yeah. him. Iguodara, nobody on him. Won't take it. They're inside to Prosper. He hangs, has it blocked, and comes right to Mitchell, who has it. a wide sure open that wasn't layup. A pass? Yes, I do not believe that was a pass, <laughs> but we'll watch it, it again. looked just like a perfect pass okay. right to Stevie Mitchell. All right. It was an easy layup. Marquette's lead is up to 10. 
Soriano at the free throw line. Marquette's been doubling oh, him right away. Oh, get it when he puts it on the floor. There he goes. Posh Alexander spins, hangs, and his draws a foul. And uh, I'm not sure. Will it at least be one and one? Team foul number nine on Marquette. Yeah, let's take your pick. There's three guys around there. Posh mm -hmm. spun into a crowd. Sean Jones, David Joplin both with two fouls. Yeah, here's your T-shirt, pal. All what? those excuses. I didn't get one. Now what? Now, I, now, now what? You, got, you got one, yeah. too. They gave I'm you already one. in blue, buddy. Oh. You're the one that's not in compliance. Okay, all right. At halftime, you better put that thing on. Free throw is good. That's why Marquette's only up nine right now. It's your fault. It's my fault. Okay. Be up Take 20 if you had your blue on. If I did. I got my blue uh, for my uh, lanyard. I got that. Nope, nope, so, nope. No. Second free throw is good. Marquette up eight. All of a sudden, Posh Alexander up to 10 points. Kolick in the backcourt. They double-team him. He'll give to Prosper. Prosper to Igodar at the free throw line. He'll push it from 12, and it goes there. in. Nobody on him. Yeah, a lot of times you see a team break the press, and, and then they'll they'll pull back. Marquette's got a four-on-three advantage there. you got to take advantage of it and get an easy shot like Oso just did. Yeah, it did. It was Oso-easy. Marquette up 10. 5.40 left first oh, half, and That's they knocked the ball do. away. Yep. Attack the big guy when he gets the ball and brings it down. And gotta, then St. John's called timeout as he was falling down. We will keep it here. 5.37 left first half. It's still Is it still comfortable? High IQ play from Stevie Mitchell. Yes. Uh, it's as nothing, if he hurt no, you. Nothing's comfortable. It's, uh, Ten points is nothing. It could be gone in a blink. All right. Sintas delivers everything you need from servicing fire extinguishers and first aid cabinets to stocking restroom supplies and managing uniform and apparel solutions. Get Sintas and get ready for the workday. Enjoy a clean running engine wherever you go. Top tier. Try clean Sitco gasoline. Sitco, let's go together. Fans, make sure to cheer on Marquette from the charity stripe this year. How are they doing so far today? Free throws, four of five for Marquette. St. John's, on the other hand, is seven of seven. No donation for a St. John free throw. Johnson Controls, $5 donation to Milwaukee Habitat for Humanity for every free throw made. Johnson Controls, a proud partner of Marquette Athletics. Travis Diener is in the house. Yeah. Novak's in here somewhere. I said hi to both of those guys. I did see on Novak the way up. as well. Yep. We were talking about Travis Diener when they mentioned Tyler Kolick. Diener-like. I think that's appropriate. Yeah. St. John's will inbound. Soriano 12 feet away. Hands it further back to Posh Alexander, who started scoring again. He's in double figures at 10. They stay way outside the arc. Store over the top Soriano. Soriano spinning, turning, hook shot good, counted in a foul. Marquette not able to squeeze him and prevent him from moving like they did earlier in the game. Yeah, you got to get him on the catch there. You got to go quick. So that he can't move, really. Well, so right? he can't put the ball on the floor and maneuver. Once he's once he able to put the ball on the floor like he did there, yeah. he got to bounce in. You're in big trouble. And if you got three body. people around him, then he can't put it on the floor. Yeah, he's not going to put yeah. it on the floor with guards wrong. You see what Stevie Mitchell was able to do last time he tried that? Knock it away. So he'll be looking around. Uh, for little guys, if he sees nobody, he's going to go ahead and go to work. Soriano now has two three-point plays, made the free throw and six points. Marquette up seven against the zone. Iguodaro, top of the circle, looking to pass, hands back. Oh, Jace Ross, he'll go to the basket, hangs, shoots, lays it up and in. He was not bothered by Soriano or Stanley. Nice layup, Marquette up nine. The, he didn't even go upstairs for that. He still yeah. had plenty of hang time. King on a drive, floater in the lane, wild shot, no good, and a foul like a on Marquette. Uh, I think 
Yeah, they're going to call it, I think, on some on Omax Prosper as he was trying to battle for a rebound with Soriano. Two free throws Don't coming for St. John's. I knew you were going to say that. I didn't know how quickly. We'll watch it again. All right, what happened was Soriano pushed Prosper, who had inside position. So Prosper then grabbed the arm of Soriano, and that's what the official saw. I know it's exactly what happened because I just saw it on replay. Free throw is good. Soriano, we saw him on the bench like he was not interested, and now he's become interested, and he has seven points all in the last few minutes. And Marquette's Coach was teaching him a lesson. Hey, if you're not going to play, I'll sit you. We said, you ready to play now? All right, yep, let's see it. So it goes and it goes to work. I wish to sustain. I think that is exactly what happened. Yeah. I mean, they're going to play Marquette likely again. So uh, uh, everything you say, I'm in that club. Free throw's good. Marquette leading by seven, 39-32. Iguodara at the free throw line, faces up. Wide left to gold. Marquette, two bigs in there. Oso Iguodara fakes, fakes nicely with the left hand, but he missed oh, he it. I think he lost it. Yeah, he might have. Somebody else bad. came to challenge him after he went by Soriano. Loose ball picked up by St. John. Soriano back outside, open three good, and Marquette's lead is down to four. It was 19 at one point. Wow. Pops feeling good about knocked another three down. What's going on here? Uh, it can't happen. It did. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, maybe that explains why it was at like 19%. Marquette up four. Kolick at the free throw line in the corner. Gold open three. Good. Good look for him. Oh, you love to match a three with a three of your own. We have a timeout. I believe. Yep, we do. 401 left first half. The Marquette lead was down to four, now back to seven on a Ben Gold three. 42-35, Marquette over St. John's. Timeout, Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. Marquette led 30-11 with 10-16 left in the first half. St. John's on a 24-9 run. And Marquette's lead down to four at 39-35. Then Ben Gold made a three. And so Marquette's lead is seven with 4.01 left first half. Experience modern luxury with an artful twist at St. Kate, the Arts Hotel with deluxe accommodations, culinary excellence, on-site art galleries, and nightly live music. You'll enjoy every element of your stay at St. Kate. Color Inc. Visual Marketing Solutions, your resource for printing, packaging, and graphic design services. Visit colorink.com, Inc. with a K, to learn how they can help grow your business Thanks again to Gruber Law Offices providing the championship blue out t-shirts for all the students. And they're all over the place. They just brought us two. We'll thank Gruber Law Offices for those, too, because I think they're probably a part of all of them. Gruber Law Offices. One call. That's all. I don't know that I was worried, but maybe surprised that St. John's went on a 24-9 run. Yeah, turn it around again. So, you know, with, with, with Soriano uh, going out and being, it's kind of one of those little things you do, you do to players sometime. But you know, they're, I mean, he's clearly their best player, but um, he wasn't playing, interested, right? He wasn't engaged. And, and coach, he's good. Coach, coach recognized that, and they go, hey, all right, big fella, if you're not going to be engaged, you're not going to play. And players don't like that. On the inbounds, he misses oh, a dunk off a great pass by Alexander. They beat the pressure easily, 
mean, he missed a no-footer. That was a negative. It wasn't yeah, even a no-footer. Marquette footer. made a huge mistake there on the press. They, let, they allowed a deep penetrating pass, basically a fast break starting pass. Well, that should have been a dunk. And he missed it. Marquette with the ball. Sean Jones at the foul line dribbling. Sean Jones back to Iguodara at the free throw line. Wide right to Cam Jones. Cam Jones back to Iguodara. 12 feet away right of the lane. Back out to Kolick. He'll penetrate. Pull up 14-footer. Good. He is so relaxed. And if they give him and we get a travel against King on the inbound, challenged by Cam Jones. But explain how much Kyler Kolick has changed in that situation from early in the year. He would have never taken that shot. I just don't think he's changed, though. But now he's taking that shot. He's, 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 he's doing a better job of assessing what's available. There we go. Yes, yeah. exactly. Definitely doing that. Because we would say, why didn't he shoot? Yeah. And now we never say that. Inbounds to Iguodara. Six-foot bank shot from well, just that. left of the lane. That was the closest thing to a uh, shot we've seen all year. <laughs> yes, it was. It wasn't a shot, but it was it close. It was not. It was close. Marquette now up by 11. 46-35. Nice run. Alexander in the corner to... A day Wusu, he likes driving, he works on Kolik and goes to the yeah. basket and dunks. He doesn't dunk. He lays it up and in, and he just pushed Kolik totally. Marquette up nine. Yeah, that's a physical mismatch. Camp Jones open three. Good. Good again. Good again. Good again. I love it and, when they leave time, him open. At least you can understand. There was a screen. Oh, well, there was a screen, right. Yeah. So that's why he was open. But, but still. The other ones, he was not. He was just wide open for no reason. Screen. Into Soriano. Marquette's lead is 12. Oh, good pass. Couldn't handle it. Ade Wusu at the foul line. Back outside, Posh Alexander. Posh has lost his mind. Heat check. Again, 19% on 51 into the game. He's cut hit a couple. He missed that one. Gets the ball back, but we thought of taking I'd it let again. Let him shoot again. Now they dump it inside. Uh, too easy, a layup. Jones. And Marquette's lead is 10. I've said too easy too many times in the last couple minutes. Marquette up 49-39. In the corner, gold, open three. Missed it. Good got look no, for gold, though. Yeah, got no problem with him shooting him. Rebound to St. John's. Alexander brings it up. Alexander splits the double team in the lane to the basket. Shaky play. They got stolen back, and he'll bank it. He missed the no-footer, and they get the rebound again. Now they got an open three a day. Wusu, and that's a killer. Yep. As they get three when they should have had none. Getting a lot of reloads. Marquette up seven. A lot of extra shots. They're making. They can score. They showed it against Marquette in the first game. I mean, Marquette averages 80. They average 77. In the corner, Cam Jones. Now back to Kolick, 40 feet away. We got 141 left first half. Marquette with the ball in a seven-point lead. Cam Jones faked the three to Kolick. He'll attack. Kolick under the basket. He'll bank it up and in because Soriano didn't challenge him. Yeah, Soriano was expecting to pass, and that's what I was just talking about before. He's doing a much better job of assessing, okay, what is yeah. the defense doing? But that's because he slowed down a bit, so he's got more time to make that decision. And it seems so easy. Here's a bad pass stolen by Sean Jones. He's already in the front court. No numbers. Back to Kolick, the trailer. Back to Sean Jones. Back to Kolick, still on the perimeter. Marquette has it. 108 left. Leading. Kolick will try a three. Barely caught rim. The rebound comes to St. John's. Now that one, I'm not sure what he was thinking. Closely guarded, tough three. Uh, kind of the guy was kind of backed off. All right. Expecting a screen, and you gotta let him shoot that. Alexander has the ball knocked away. Marquette the other way. Cut him off. Will he go to the basket? He does. The layup is blocked from behind. Nice block. And it comes the other way to St. John's. Jones all the way to the basket, shoots and scores. That's a four-point swing. We thought Marquette was going to score. And instead, St. John's, and the lead is down to seven. Well, Kolick got the first person but didn't see the other one coming from behind. Is that what it was? 
on the block on the last play. Because he did go into the defender. Shot clock is off. We're 20 seconds left. Sean Jones standing dribble. Marquette up seven. Lead was as big as 19. 51-44 Marquette. So the problem isn't scoring. The problem is stopping St. John's. Down to eight seconds. Kolick has the ball knocked from behind. Out of bounds by Aday Wusu. Marquette will inbound on the baseline. 5.3 left. Got to keep that thing in front of you. Yeah. Marquette will inbound with Tyler Kolick. 5.3 left along the baseline. Deshaun Jones who gets open. He lays it up and in. Oh, how sweet that was. Uh, when that and half-court shot is good. A day Wusu just before the end of the first half. And are we going to check and wow. see? Was it good for sure? If so, Marquette's lead is down to six. And the was, officials are looking good. at it. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's good. We don't need to see it again. Cam Jones was on him. A day Wusu hit it. They don't have to tell us it's good. We saw it. Yep. Out of his hands, they'll make the announcement. It is Marquette 53, St. John's 47. The lead goes from nine to six. Half-court shot. Dylan Adewusu, Marquette 53, St. John's 47. Gabe Knights will take over. This is Marquette basketball from Learfield. On the Marquette University Golden Eagles Sports Network. From Learfield, this is Trust coverage of Marquette basketball. Trust, Wisconsin's bank, the official bank of Marquette. Welcome to the Marquette Halftime Show, brought to you by Software One, official digital cloud and software partner of Marquette Athletics. CentOS, ready for the workday. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Baird, discover the Baird difference. Office Depot. The official office product supplier for Marquette University. Right height, where we're always looking ahead. Sitgo, let's go together. Steinhoffels, an employee-owned company. Johnson Controls, powering the future of smart, healthy, and sustainable buildings. Qdoba, making the world a more flavorful place. Hush Blackwell, a value-driven law firm aligned by industry. Gordon Flash Company, business technology managed. Direct Supply, own your impact. Clean Power, expert commercial cleaners. And by Belfour, restoring more than property. Now the Marquette Halftime Show. Lead was as many as 19. Marquette currently, though, holding on to a six-point advantage at the half, 53-47 over St. John's. Gabe Knight's on the Marquette Game Day studios. Before we go any further, let's go ahead and pause 10 seconds for station identification. 10 for an ID. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. Marquette Hall of Famer Tony Smith here. You're listening to the home of Marquette basketball. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee. A locally owned Good Karma brand station. Today's halftime stats are brought to you by Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. 
Marquette was able to jump out to that early lead, 30-11, but it was the defense that then let them down later in the first half. St. John's getting up to 47, of course, aided by the half-court buzzer beater. And Posh Alexander, who came into this game 9-51 of from threes, 2-4 of from distance, helping St. John's hit five threes in that first half out of 11 attempts. They've also gotten to the free-throw line and taken advantage of getting to that charity stripe. 10 of 10 from the charity stripe for St. John's, while Marquette is four for five. Uh, Marquette also being out-rebounded by five to this point, 18-13. And uh, the one thing Marquette has going for them, turnovers. They've only turned it over four times while forcing 11 turnovers for St. John's. From the biggest of games to the one that mean the most to us, whenever you shop Meyer, you support hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. We'll take a look at some individual statistics coming up next. Marquette leading at the half over St. John's, 53-47. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Marquette University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Marquette leading St. John's at the half, 53-47. Marquette led by as many as 19 in that first half. St. John's closes... Shooting 50% in half number one. Marquette, though, they're shooting 55.3%, led by Cam Jones in that first half with 14 points. Omax has 10, 9 for Oso Igadaro. Tyler Kolek, 9 points, 8 assists in half number one. Marquette, 15 assists as a team. Oso Igadaro also, also with 4 assists. And Stevie Mitchell has 2. Off the bench for Marquette, David Joplin has yet to score. However, Chase Ross has 4. And Sean Jones, Ben Gold, with 2 points apiece. No one gets you closer to college sports than Sirius XM. Tune into ESPNU Radio for news talk and analysis of every major sport from offseason through the regular season to the postseason. We've got your team covered anywhere you go. Now you can try us out for free. Get a free trial to take your team with you on your phone, online, and at home. Start listening at SiriusXM.com slash ESPNUSXM. Marquette, 7 of 20 from distance in that first half. So over half their shots coming from downtown and shooting just 35%. Uh, and you take a look at the numbers, 14 of 18 from two-point range, maybe get a little more aggressive and and don't settle as much for the three-point shots, although Cam Jones, four of eight from downtown in half number one. Marquette leads by six, 53-47 at the half. We see what else is happening in the Big East coming up next. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball from Learfield. Marquette games are streamed on the Varsity Network app powered by Learfield. Make sure to download the Varsity Network app and catch all of the Marquette action all season long. Marquette leading St. John's at home, the final regular season game of the year, 53-47 at the half. Elsewhere in the Big East, only one other final. Seton Hall pulls off the upset on the road at Providence, 82-58. Providence will finish at 13-7 and in Big East Conference play while Seton Hall goes 10-10. and Big East Women's Basketball Tournament. Marquette leads by two, 22-20 over St. John's, 233 left in the first half in Marquette's first game in the women's tournament. Are you looking for an exciting night out? Visit Dave & Buster's and enjoy happy hour specials. The Wild Wall and the all-new Million Dollar Midweights. Dave & Buster's, eat, drink, play, watch sports only at Dave & Buster's. Marquette by six at the half. We'll get you back out to five-serve form. Coming up next, this is Wintrust coverage. Marquette basketball from Learfield. Marquette led by as many as 19, currently lead by 6 at the half, 53-47 over St. John's. Let's send you back out to Fiserv Forum for the start of that second half. Alongside the Hall of Famer, Tony Smith, here's Homer. 
Thanks, Gabe. Marquette going for conference win number 17. How many teams have won 17 conference games in the season in the Big East? I don't know yet, but Marquette puts up 17. I'll look it up. I didn't want to jinx it. If I'd have said it, then uh, the Hall of Famer would have said I jinxed it. Uh, probably. Yeah, there you go. With 55 Wisconsin Qdoba locations and growing, Qdoba is hiring competitive wages, great benefits, fast-paced career growth, and flexible hours. Visit work at Qdoba.com to join the mission of bringing flavor into people's lives. One thing that St. John's can do against Marquette that many teams can, and that is score. Put up 85 in the first game, Marquette winning 96-85, and they got 47 here in the first half. Marquette leading by six. Yeah, Mar Marquette may have uh, relaxed a little bit. Intensity uh, may have dropped on both ends. When you get up so big, it's kind of tough to keep that up. And uh, we always say that when you're up big on a team, they're, they're going to come out fighting. They're not just going to lay down. You saw uh, the best player was benched a little bit, baby. Basically. Soriano, yeah. Soriano came yep. and then came uh, up with eight points yeah, in the last he, few minutes. Because it wasn't planned. So, you know, that, you get that kind of stuff going on. Though. You know, coach is not going to let his team just go out there and go through the motions, right? He's going to. Yeah keep him engaged and fire him up and that's what he did with Soriano and Posh uh, Alexander. Alexander's gone crazy yeah he's making shots two of four three-point shooting on the season nine of 51 when you're nine of 51 you know what that means you shouldn't have taken 51 that's that is correct at that's about 35 like. you should have been done but he's been uh he's been a big part of their program from the day he walked on the six-foot junior he wasn't a walk-on I mean from Brooklyn outstanding player and yeah, just kind of reestablish themselves right now. Marquette does. Uh, they understand they're the better team. St. John's even understands that. But now St. John's feels like, well, we just got to continue to play like we played there towards the, the back half of that first half and give ourselves a chance. They're not saying that they can win this. They're saying let's give ourselves a chance. Yep. The inbound to Alexander. He'll bring it up. St. John starts with the basketball. Marquette up six. Adu Wusu at the top of the circle. Over the top end for Stanley. He's double teamed and fouled. Mitchell helping out around the basket. Foul on Marquette. St. John's will inbound. We're 10 seconds in. Got a foul. Yeah, if you're Stevie, uh, no, I'm sorry, Kolick, if you're going to front, Kolick, you got to front a little bit lower so they have no room to throw over the top. A day Wusu will hit the half court shot and he'll lob and throw across and saved a bad pass. St. Now, bad pass, unforced turnover. They bounced it right to Oso Iguodara. That was Storr, the freshman. Marquette with the ball in the front court. Kolick wide left. Marquette up six with the ball. Kolick 12 feet away to Iguodara. Nobody on him. He'll float it and miss it. Tap no good by Prosper, who does that so well. That rimmed out. Cleared by St. John's. They bring it up. Marquette up six. Ade Wusu, he's going to the basket. He missed it, but there for the easy follow, no good. He missed the no-footer, oh, but wow. Soriano got it again and scored on a third shot. Yeah, that was a good look, though, for Marquette there. You know, you just got yeah. to continue to get good looks and and just uh, understand you'll make more than you'll miss. Kolick under the basket, reverse layup, no good, and they called nothing. There was contact. Shaka Smart making his point with the official, the miss covered by St. John's. They bring it up. Marquette's lead from... 19 early in the first half, down to four. Soriano has it knocked away, knocked away again. They're going to call a foul on Marquette, and local's not going to like that. And and one of the officials very unhappy with whatever <laughs> Tyler Kolick says. <laughs> yeah, he was. And he, he was sprinting, and he yes, dead stopped. Which means he could have called him for a technical and didn't. 
St. John's to inbound. That was a, what did you just say? Yeah. That is, uh, yes. And I don't think we could repeat it, just a hunch. I said, excuse me, sir, uh, nice shirt. Maybe what he said that got famous for what he said when they were told they were ninth in the Big East preseason. Marquette triple team Soriano inside. He still gets it, and he dribbles. He misses the no-footer, and then the ball goes off his head He's after begging the for a miss. Call now. Yep. And I'm watching yeah, it. No, they, he, won't, he won't get any more calls. No. <laughs> Will Coley get any? Not uh, from no, one Coley's official. No, not getting anything. Oh, all right. Marquette up four. Caught a break there. 18-18 for the game. Marquette up over St. John's 53-49. Kolek to Egodar at the free throw line. Short corner. Prosper. Nobody's on him. He'll shoot the three. Barely got rim. Rebound knocked out of bounds. And it will be St. John's basketball. Soriano had no interest in working for it, but uh, it just went out of bounds. And Prosper's three was not very close. Prosper's moving backwards on that three, though. That's why he came up way short. Why do you come back three? Just your balance? Well, he's, well he was stepping backwards outside the three-point line. And we're going to get a foul on Marquette as Pass Alexander going to the basket and just threw the <laughs> he, ball yeah, up. He wasn't even trying to shoot. I'm not sure it even was close enough to hit the backboard, but he was able to draw the foul, and he may go to the line. Yeah, nope, it's going to be. Which uh, is all he was trying to do. He was trying to draw a foul. It's not going to be a shooting foul. He felt the contact with Stevie Mitchell. He just flailed. Shouldn't that have been a shooting foul? I guess it not. should have been. It doesn't make sense that it wasn't. Okay. They get the ball into Stanley against a much taller Kolick. He's double teamed. Shaky pass. St. John just threw it away. And Mitchell steals and he'll go to the basket. He misses the layup, gets it on the following, banks it up and in. There were three things that happened that never should have happened. Marquette gets a basket. They're up six. Posh Alexander and Mitchell go the full 94. The give into Soriano is good, and Posh Alexander made something there. Marquette's lead back down to four. Didn't take them long to score. Kolick to the free throw line, ball knocked away, and a foul. And uh, Local's happy that that's foul number one on St. John's. Three against Marquette, and the ball was knocked from behind. Pretty easy call. 17-24 for the game, and Marquette up 55-51. We got a game. Yeah, they don't let you do that little uh, wraparound tap, tap from behind. Kolick, top of the circle. After the inbounds to Cam Jones at the free throw line. And then gives back to Kolick. Now further outside the arc left side. Marquette's got 10 to shoot. They double-team Kolick. He'll jump past the Mitchell. Somebody's got to be open. And now Kolick on a drive to the basket. He's able to draw the foul and will shoot two. Soriano called for the foul. I just want to make it clear, nobody's happy with the officiating. There are 10 players on the floor. All of them are mad. We have a normal game then. That's right. But we have a game. It was not a game early when Marquette had led 30-11. to 11, But it's a game now. Marquette up four. Tyler Kolick will go to the line and shoot two. He's an 82% free thrower. He's got so many impressive Big East stats. He's got to be the Big East player of the year. Free throw is good. You want to know all the things? You've already given it to him. Well, I have, but 10th in scoring. 10th in scoring. 11th in field goal percentage. 1st in assists. 6th in free throw percentage. 13th in three-point percentage. 3rd in steals. Number one in assists to turnovers. Not even close. All those things. It'd be impressive if he was just that good with assists and turnovers and steals. He's scoring a lot. Marquette up six. He hit two free throws. All the way to the basket and an That's easy layup. Too easy. He's getting tough on Marquette. He is kind of like Sean Jones. A day woos who got the layup. And Marquette, the lead back down to four. 57-53. Cam Jones, open three left side. Good. That was a great screen. Can't say he was wide open that time. Yeah, someone got knocked off there. Cam Jones kind of recognized he was open. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. He's up to 17 points. Soriano lobs inside. 
Stanley spinning, turning to the basket, shoots and scores. Not an easy shot. He liked the matchup against Kolick. Big height advantage. Marquette up five. Both teams scoring every time. Kolick to the basket. He missed the layup. Rebound goes out of bounds. It was touched last by Oso Iguodaro. It'll be St. John's basketball, and it's getting quiet at Pfizer Forum. Yeah, he, got the, he got the contact he wanted there, uh, but he didn't get the call this time. That was the exact same play as last time, or they did call the foul. This time he didn't get it. We have an inbounds, and now the official's talking to some of the fans, That was I Mike think. Kinsella he's talking to back there. Oh. Marquette with a full-court pressure, beaten by St. John's. Adewusu to Stanley. He's going to go to the basket. He missed it, gets his own rebound, lays it up and in. Osuigodara challenged it, but the second one is good, and Marquette's lead is down to three. I was checking to see if Shaka Smart was calling a timeout. Not so. In the corner, Mitchell. He'll penetrate in the lane. Six-footer is good. Marquette scoring easily, but so is St. John's. Yeah, they got to they pick the defense up here a little bit. I don't know the last time Marquette stopped St. John's. Marquette's lead is five on the Mitchell basket. Cross-court pass. Kolick comes out, so there's no easy three. Back out to Day Wusu. He's going to the basket. And his pass knocked out of bounds off of St. John's. And Jones... Jones is having a fit. I mean, I've seen David Jones. He's just out of control thinking that it wasn't off me. But 15-37 for the game timeout. I believe it's going to be Marquette basketball. Marquette up by five, 62-57 over St. John's. Timeout, Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. And we are in total agreement. Marquette just got a huge break because uh, now I know why David Jones is going crazy because that ball went off the foot of Tyler Kolick. Correct? Yeah, it certainly did. But I don't know if they're going to review it. I don't believe so. 15-37 for the game. Marquette's lead is 5, 62-57. Both teams scoring too easily in the second half, at least from the end of St. John's. Make an impact with purpose-driven work at Direct Supply. Apply your passion for progress, talent for technology, and difference-making drive at directsupply.com slash careers today. Papa John's is hiring, looking for an opportunity with flexible hours and good pay. Call or visit your local Papa John's to apply. Join the pizza family today. Better ingredients, better pizza, papajohns.com. Want to say hello to Marquette fans tuning in to today's game on the Marquette Radio Network. In Oshkosh, 99.1 FM, WSCO, we are Marquette. Marquette defeated St. John's, it feels like two years ago. It was January the 3rd in New York, 96.85. And uh, I would say we're looking towards similar numbers now. Already 62.57, and we have 15.37 to play. Okay, you got a game now. Just a lot of, lot of stuff going on, so... Uh... This is a good good test for Marquette. You didn't want something easy. I didn't at least last game going to the Big East tourney. Have a tough battle. Now, guess what? If they play St. John's again, they're going to be alert. Looks like St. John's has gone into his own. Kolek, top of the circle. Iguodaro, nobody on. I mean, push it from eight. No good. A little too hard. Stanley the rebound for St. John's. Marquette up five. St. John's with the ball. Jones. I bet he wants to score. 14 feet away, can't finish. Back outside, now they're 30 feet away. Marquette up five. Over the top oh, wow. for Soriano. He was triple team. Tapped uh, away. No. It was more than that. Add one more. Four? Yes. All right. Four well, people they, around him. They knocked it away, and Marquette with the ball. Kolick all the way to the basket. Across outside, Cam Jones. 
He'll penetrate, then give to Mitchell in the corner. Mitchell, nobody on him. He'll give to Kolick. Wide open three. Good! How many great passes? Yeah, that's great passing there. They deserved the jumper to go in, and it did. They had, like, what, three? Were there three great passes on that There's just a bunch of great pump fake, dribble penetrates, and kickouts. Kolick with a basket. Marquette's lead is eight. Stanley on the perimeter. Pasha Alexander wants the ball. Stanley's going to dribble instead now at midcourt. St. John's with the ball 40 feet away. Marquette's lead is up to eight. Soriano, open 15-footer is good. I think the only one who stops him is him. If he can coach, make that shot. Who sits him down. If he can make that shot and then do so well around the basket, how do you stop him? Kolick on a drive under the basket into the corner. Wide open three. No good. Holla, no, boy. I take it back. Another one high off the rim, up and down for David Joplin. I better not call it no good so fast. That's true. Marquette up nine. A day wusu. No, that's the mini a day wusu. And the ball goes out of bounds. Oh, yeah, Posh Alexander, I stand corrected. And a battle with Stevie Mitchell. Both go down. The ball goes out of bounds. It will be St. John's ball and the pest. He challenges the dribble. Stevie Mitchell did it again. I don't know what Posh was trying to do there. They, Stevie Mitchell was just standing there. He's not going for a pump fake. I know. He's not going for anything. Marquette up nine. St. John's with the ball, Soriano, 15 feet away, hands back to Posh Alexander, back to Soriano, oh, knocked away by Ross, but it comes to Stanley at the foul line, his pass knocked <laughs> away, he gets it back, oh, and they wow. lay it up and in, they should not have scored, there but they did. four deflections on that play, alone. Yep, they're scoring, that's St. John's, Marquette up seven, 68-61, 13-25 for the game, Kolick wide left, back outside Joplin, he'll try a three, nope, too hard, maybe too easy, didn't rim in. Cleared by St. John's. They'll bring it up. Alexander into the corner. Jones, his quick three, no good. Rebound to Marquette. Igodara, now Kolick. Marquette up seven with the ball. Throws in the corner to Cam Jones. Back out to Kolick. Up top, Joplin to the free throw line. Further back outside, Ross. He's driving. He's 12 feet away. Back out to Cam Jones. He'll try any kind of a shot. He's a floater. He was going right. He tried the quick floater. And missed it from eight. Rebound to St. John's. They're already in the front court. Trailer is Soriano. One dribble. Hands it back. <laughs> Another deflection. Another deflection. Posh Alexander throws the ball to I don't know who, but they've got it. A day Wusu, a three is good. That's I mean, not they half They just court. have some sloppy offense that turns into a bucket. Yeah, he hit it from it half court. That was more like a logo three. Marquette's lead cut to four. St. John's coming back again. Cross court pass to Joplin in the corner. Cam Jones wide open three. Rimmed off. Marquette nowhere near the rebound. Comes to St. John's getting close again. Marquette up 68-64. We got 12-12 to go. St. John's with a basketball on the perimeter. Adewusu won't take the three. Jones goes to the basket. Challenged by Oso Igodara. And now a foul against St. John's. The rebound came to Marquette. Triple foul on Jones. How big was that? Because that was going to be an easy layup if Igodara doesn't bail him out. Yep. It'll be Marquette ball because nowhere near to the bonus for St. John's. 12 minutes to play. Game on. Marquette 68, St. John's 64. Four-point lead. Timeout. Marquette basketball from Learfield. Quintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. Marquette against St. John's. I don't even know if I can say Marquette led by 19 because that was so long ago, 10 minutes into the game. We are now nearly 30 minutes into the game, and it's a four-point Marquette lead. 
And I said everybody's making shots, not Marquette. 33% in the second half. St. John's 57%. And second chance points. St. John's up 21 to 4, but Marquette evens that out with points off turnovers 22 to 6. Barb Kelleher being honored for all her time running the Marquette basketball program. That's literally what she's done in the basketball office. And she is retiring after this season. Uh, I have attempted to convince her that she needs to come back, but she hasn't, uh, she hasn't bought in yet. I think this is a pretty good sign she's retiring, don't you think? When you have the thank you, Barb, uh, it looks up to on be that way, yeah. So you got to win for Barb. Win for Barb. Was that the T-shirt? No. Uh, win for Barb? Win for Barb. Oh, so what that's... I would have said. They'd asked me to come in and talk before the game. Only those close to the program know how much easier it's been with her help. And yep. Her daughter, Allison, who retired last year. I don't know if there are any more Kellehers to retire. I think that's it. Oh, man. We're out of Kellehers? We're out of Kellehers in the basketball program, oh, yeah. Uh, again, Marquette. In the game because 15 St. John's turnovers, just four for Marquette. So, only time St. John's not scoring is when they turn it over. They stay in the zone. Marquette up four with a basketball. Ross to Kolick outside the arc, 20 feet away. Chase Ross, then back to Kolick. Do they get it at the free throw line? No. Ben Gold is in the game too. Marquette with nine to shoot. Kolick outside the arc, right side, seven to somehow. shoot. Yeah, they got to. Off to Joplin. He'll try a three. No good. Long rebound. It's knocked around. Marquette has it. Ben Gold, is he tied up? I think he is. Possession arrow to Marquette. I don't think he was tied up there. I thought it was just a foul. I was just waiting for you to say that. It was Stanley that grabbed the ball. And, again, Omax Prosper just running around, knocking away, and keeping the ball going. Marquette will inbound. They'll get the new 20. Kolick along the baseline. Marquette up four. 11-29 left. I'd like a little cushion. Kolick throws it on the inbounds back to Joplin 30 feet away. Now Ross, he'll drive and he's going to be called for a charge. Yeah. Who was it that went down? Alexander? I think Posh so. With the flop. Yeah, he's a good yeah. flopper. That wasn't as big a flop as the earlier one. Let's watch it again. Ah, uh, no, that, that Chase <laughs> yeah, Ross. Was. But no. he's still cleared with his arm. When you do that, won't uh, they call it against you? I don't think that was that big of a clear. All right, sounds good. Alexander has it further out to Jones. St. John's with the basketball, Marquette a four-point lead. A day Wusu hit the half-court shot at the end of the first half, and he'll give the ball to Stanley. They've got 10 to shoot. It's taking them longer to score this possession than any time this half. Five to shoot. Logo three, barely catches rim. A day Wusu missed it, and Gold with a nice rebound. Marquette in the front court with Kolick, 30 feet away left side. Kolick back to Gold, fake the three, penetrates to the basket, lays wow. it up and in, counted in a foul. Look oh, at baby. Gold. Say more, Tony. Even you were a little surprised. All He's right. done something like that this year, but not that good. That was nice. I thought he was going to turn that one over and dunk it when he got about right there to the free throw. Then he up. Let me go up and under. He had to reverse it because there was a defender there, Nywe. Yeah, Could he have dunked it? Let's just go over and dunk on Nywe. <laughs> yeah, He's coming over. He's coming over to get some. All right. Huge basket. Marquette up six. When a guy comes over to get some, what yeah. do you do, Homer? You give him some. You give him some. That's right. <laughs> well, you say that. You know what I do? I reverse layup because I ain't <laughs> going to be able to give him nothing. Give him just what he came All for. All right. You could give him something. That's the world you live in. 
Gold's been good enough that he could have given him some. I'll, yep. get, I'll agree with you. Hits yep. the free throw. Marquette up 71-64. Crowd feeling a little better. Maybe they'll stand up now. King brings it up. Pressured by Sean Jones. 45 feet away. King still with it on the dribble. Hands back to Alexander. Alexander oh, knocks Kolick down. And yes, Kolick falls down. So what do you get? You get a charge on St. John's. Oh, I can't believe Fosh is like wondering what happened. Like, Fosh, you just did the other thing on the other end. Twice. Right. So you know exactly what happened, we Posh. Know, yes. Tyler Kolick says, all right, I know how the game's going. Marquette up seven with the ball. Says, oh, you can just lay down when some guy bumps you? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Kolick would have said, allow just, me to have a seat there. I just did it, Alexander. Gold faked the three and falls down, and fortunately the pass goes to Kolick. Marquette with a break. Kept his pivot foot, though. Yeah, Kolick throws it across outside. Prosper, Prosper's short corner, quiet. good defense against by Stanley. Prosper still dribbling. We're down to six to shoot, and the pass to Kolick. He's got a tough baseline shot, can't even get to the rim. Wasn't his fault. Comes to King. He'll bring it the full 94 to the basket, and he missed the layup. Wow. And it comes to Marquette Long. Huge break. Sean Jones in the front court, in from the right, 12 feet away, across out. Wide open three, Joplin. Got to knock that one down. Nope. Oh. Gold the rebound. And he'll try to follow it, and the ball's knocked out of bounds, and they say no, he, he just lost a handle on he it. He just lost it. All right. Man, so many opportunities to stretch this thing out. Yes. It's just going by the wayside. Open threes. It's been a tough day for David Joplin. Joplin, one of six, yeah. all three-point I'll let your boys not been hollering at and us. And they've been wide-open threes. They've been good looks, yep. Marquette up seven. King on the drive, 12 feet away to a flashing in win. We're going to get a foul on Marquette yeah, before the shot. It'll be team foul five. Ben Gold Isaiah a little bump. I mean, when Ben Gold bumps you, does he really even bump you? It's a nice question. I got to look up exactly how Isaiah Nywe spells his first name because it's amazing it is why e-s-a-h-i-a is isaiah yeah sounds right <laughs> if you say so on a drive to the basket jones banks That's it up and in bucket. nicely done the depaul transfer marquette's lead at five 922 left 71 66 colic has it under the basket, still with a the ball, then throws back out to Joplin. He didn't take the three because he's missed them. Correct. Really? He and made now, a couple. He Kolek on a nice one. drive to the basket, hands the ball to Iguodara. He'll shoot. He'll miss wow. the no-footer. Oh, That's why man. you got to don't quick lay him. Dunk, dunk it. it. That's right. That was going to be my next comment. Listen to Tony dunk it. And Boy, he could have. just bailing him out. St. John's with the ball. Stanley on a drive. Floats in the lane. Bad shot. Misses. Rebound. Also Iguodara. And they're going to call a jump ball. A possession arrow to St. John's. Iguodara had it. Stanley kind of dove for him. And uh, I thought you might say, wasn't there a foul there? But maybe not. We'll watch it again. Checking back in for St. John's, number five, Dylan. Uh, I don't know, because Iguodara was challenged by a player from behind, Soriano, and then it was actually, he was tied up by Stanley. Anyway, St. John's has the ball. Marquette up five, 8.52 left, Soriano at the free throw line. He'll give back to Jones. He takes on three Marquette players, throws up a shot, no good, and a rebound. rebound to Prosper. Gives to Kolek, double team, nice pass, Prosper in the front court. Prosper 
Has Shaky with the dribble. Kolick has it 40 feet away. Marquette up five with the basketball. Kolick top of the circle. 8.30 left. Kolick free throw line. Kolick still dribbling. Kolick back outside. Omax Prosper tries a three around and out. Rebound knocked around and it comes to St. John's. Man. No one score. Nobody's scoring now. 71-66. Marquette up five. King with the ball for St. John's. Now they have it in the corner. Alexander. Alexander dumps into Soriano. Will Marquette double? They do right away. Soriano, double team. Soriano spinning, gets it to Alexander. Short corner, wild shot. Missed everything. Omax Prosper the rebound. It's knocked away, but he keeps it. And now in the front court, Sean Jones to Joplin, to the basket. Hands the ball to Prosper. It's deflected, and then Joplin picks it up. And there's two officials. I think they're going to act like it was double dribble. But I think they don't realize the ball was deflected. It'll be Marquette ball, I believe. Yep. The one official was saying Joplin passed the ball to himself. Not so. But I'll say this was not pretty by either team. But most importantly, Marquette will inbound. 7.50 for the game. Marquette's got a five-point lead on St. John's. 71-66. Timeout Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. Marquette and St. John's. Marquette looking for conference wins 17. They're 16 and 3. St. John's enters at 7 and 12. Don't wreck a great time at the game. The Marquette Golden Eagles remind you to drive sober or get pulled over. Get the free Drive Sober app at zeroinwisconsin.gov. Zero in Wisconsin. Together we can save lives. Wisconsin DOT. Make an impact with purpose-driven work at Direct Supply. Apply your passion for progress, talent for technology, and difference-making drive at directsupply.com slash careers today. Papa John's is hiring. Looking for an opportunity with flexible hours and good pay? Call or visit your local Papa John's to apply. Join the pizza family today. Better ingredients, better pizza. PapaJohns.com. 71-66, Marquette. Again, they played back on January the 3rd, and it was a tough one for Marquette. Eventually winning 80s, excuse me, 96-85, which means St. John's better than maybe any team in the Big East has figured out how to score on Marquette. And they've done it in the second half because they've now up to four players in double figures as Mike Anderson we watch discussing something with the officials that... He didn't agree on. That's been occurring with everybody on the floor. I don't think anybody's happy. Yeah, Not as far as the officiating. Is. is that the way it normally goes? Yep, that's how it should be. Marquette, Marquette to inbound, leading by five. Sean Jones 40 feet away. Sean Jones to the top of the circle. Sean Jones stops at the free throw line. Back further out to Joplin. Joplin's due to make a three. Igodaro has it top of the circle. Couple of dribbles. Iguodaro now with it against Soriano. They clear out for him. Iguodaro to a flashing oh, Mitchell. Oh, baby. You know oh, what? That was a little yeah. magic. That was a no a little look. Extra. A no look by Oso Iguodaro. A little extra. Oh, so sweet. They should be yelling that here at the arena. That should be something everybody says. Oh, so sweet that pass. Marquette with a double team. We're going to get a foul on Marquette. Team foul number six. As Sean Jones didn't listen to what you've said before, sometimes there's just no point in being that aggressive at that spot, right? Yeah, he can't help yep. himself sometimes. He gets anxious, and uh, he wants to make a play. Oh, they're going to show that. They just did again. The oh-so-sweet no-look pass from Oso Iguodara to Stevie Mitchell for a backdoor easy layup. 
Soriano 12 feet away. Marquette looks to double team right away. So they give the King inside. And now an easy layup off a great pass. Marquette's lead is five, and there have been too many of those. 73-68 Marquette. Mitchell wide right on the perimeter. Free throw line, Iguodara. Across outside, Sean Jones. Short corner to Joplin. Eight feet away. Back out, Sean Jones. He's going to try a three. No good. Rebound pulled down by St. John's and Soriano. Marquette up five, but St. John's with the ball. 6.35 left. Alexander and Soriano 30 feet away. Soriano's not shooting from there. Looking to pass to a day. Wusu can't on the wing to Jones. Jones backing in on Mitchell. Marquette with the double team. And we're going to get a push on Marquette. I, If I had a whistle, I thought there might have been a travel, but I'll defer to the Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, again, just a little bit too aggressive. They're leaning on him. He's already leaning back. You don't All have right, to we go watch ahead. it again. Checking in for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, you, you see also chewing up that space every time he goes backwards. Yeah. And they show Shaka asking for a travel. Hey, makes me feel better. That's team foul seven. So it will be David Jones, a 78% free thrower. Certainly he's not asking for a foul. So he's asking for the yeah. travel. Marquette up five. Jones at the line. Free throw is good. David Jones, their second leading score at 13 a game. As I said, he's a good free throw shooter, 78%. He's now up to seven points. They have four players in double figures. Marquette's lead is four, and it's down to three. And it's as close as the St. John's has been in a long time. 6.18 left. Marquette up 73-70, the lead in the basketball. Kolick directing traffic to Mitchell, still 40 feet away. Still waits outside the arc. Mitchell penetrates, and he's fouled at the free throw line. Locals love that. The foul is against Colby King. 16 foul on St. John's, so Marquette will get in the bonus on the next foul. 6.08 left. Marquette by three with a basketball. To Iguodara, who dribbles out, and now 40 feet away, Joplin has it. Free throw line, Iguodara. Then back outside, Cam Jones. He's 17 feet away to a flashing Mitchell. Mitchell in the lane to the basket, lays it up and in. That was easy on the finish. Yeah, Mitchell again did it. Kind of a little bit of a Tyler Kolick there. Got in the paint and then recognized what the defense is doing. That's a Soriano good pass there. to the basket, a nice pass. Adey Wusu is fouled, and he will try the three-point play. Marquette's five-point lead disappears in what? Two or three seconds, and now... Ade Wusu will try to cut the Marquette lead even more. Yeah, Steve Mitchell got hung up on the screen, and Soriano recognized it right away. Knew where his guy was cutting to, just threw it right to him, blind pass. So Marquette's lead is two, is three, excuse me. And Dylan Ade Wusu, who's now up to 18 points. That is a game high 18. And he had he's had 15 of those 18 in probably the last 20 minutes. Free throw is good, and Marquette's lead is cut to two. Last time St. John's led was 9-7. Marquette up two with a basketball. Iguodara has it 18 feet away on a couple dribbles and then further out to Kolick. Kolick won't take the three, penetrates into the corner to Cam Jones across outside to Joplin. Joplin now driving in, stumbling, still dribbling. Marquette's got six to shoot. The pass by Joplin knocked out of bounds and Marquette with six to shoot. Will inbound in front of the bench, free throw line extended. 5.21 left. The Marquette lead is two, and it is quiet again at Pfizer form. Very quiet. Into Igudara. 
Hands back to Joplin. He's got an open three. Oh, baby, how big. Your boy. Say it again. Huge. Marquette's oh, lead is five. Turn it over. And St. John's with an unforced turnover just turns it over. The toughest three that David Joplin has had the entire game. And he was one of six three-point shootings before he hit that one. They win the game. I'm a, I bet Shaka brings that up. 78-73, the two-point lead up to five. St. John stays Again, in the two-three zone. Shooter, two seconds on the clock. Yes. The legendary Hall of Famer Tony Smith, desperation three. Cam Jones in the lane, spinning on King to the basket. Oh, Banks wow. it up Holy and ball. in. He loved that matchup, clearly. We don't see him do that much. He backed him down before he banked it in. Marquette up seven, 80-73. A 5-0 run. Soriano, and we get a foul. Uh, a timeout. Oh, a timeout? Timeout, St. Timeout, St. John's. That was weird. He looked at a player, the official did. Too much stuff going on. He said, hold on, let's regroup here. 4.37 for the game. Marquette up 7, 80-73. St. John's will inbound. We have a timeout. Marquette basketball from Learfield. Homer and Hall of Famer Tony Smith win trust coverage of Marquette basketball. Marquette trying to get conference win 17. They're 16 and 3. Nobody's scoring. 53-47 Marquette in the first half. It's 27-26 here in the second half. Explain this. Marquette living and dying with the threes. They're 11 of 31, and yet they are 20 of 32 inside the arc. On the other end, St. John's isn't shooting the three, just six of 14. So Marquette should, I don't know, do you at some point say forget the threes and just go to the basket, or does I that? I don't recall they're, they're shooting this many threes. Yeah, they're about half their shots. I remember early in the season some games, but maybe that means St. John's has done a good job defensively. I don't know what they average people. on the year for right. threes. Marquette's leading 80 to 73, 437 for the game, and Marquette is up seven on a 5-0 run. Coloring Visual Marketing Solutions, your resource for printing, packaging, and graphic design services. Visit coloring.com and think with a K to learn how they can help grow your business. Fans, Marquette three-pointers, more than points on the scoreboard for each three-pointer made. Milwaukee-based right height will donate $10 to all in Milwaukee all season long. Marquette wants to thank Gruber Law Offices for supporting today's champion blue out game. No finish line. Gruber Law Offices providing champion blue t-shirts to all students sitting in the student section for today's game. Gruber Law Offices, one call, that's all. Others have provided for the blue. No finish line. I'm not, I've said that to Osui Godaros. That Shaka said that was his line that they're using. Give him credit. St. John's with the basketball on the perimeter. 4.33 left, Marquette up seven. They stay way outside the arc. Now, Stanley has the ball 40 feet away. Posh Alexander with eight to shoot. 30 feet away, Posh Alexander still with it. Tried to go back door, ball knocked away. Stolen away by Tyler Kolick. They were going to get a layup by Ade Wusu if not for that good defensive play. Marquette with the ball. Up seven, 4.10 left, Kolick 40 feet away. Kolick on the dribble, still outside the three-point line. Kolick still on the perimeter in the left corner. Kolick now drives under the basket. Jump pass out to Joplin. Joplin penetrates, fakes. He's at the free throw line. Off to Iguodaro. Further out to Cam Jones. Cam Jones splits the double team to the basket. High Ooh, off the glass. Go. The sweet scoop. What you've been waiting for. Yep. And soft off the glass. Marquette up nine. 
In the corner, St. John's with the basketball. Back outside. They stay on the perimeter. All of a sudden, Marquette's defense has gotten tight. Has Marquette gone into a zone? Not, no, nope, I don't think nope. so. But all of a sudden, nothing seems open. Jones double team back outside Stanley. Fake the three. Stanley in the lane. Six-footer around and in. That wasn't easy. Marquette's yeah, they, lead is seven. They've had a lot of success on disjointed-looking plays. Like, everything hasn't been smooth for St. John's, but they've somehow come up with a bucket on some weird possessions. Mm -hmm. And it's happened a lot. Marquette leading 82-75 with the ball, 3.06 left. The handoff weave outside the arc. Mitchell to Cam Jones. Now Iguodaro, top of the circle, holding. Gives to Mitchell, bad oh, pass, and the it. ball goes out of bounds. And bad pass in the sense that it not much Mitchell could do. It just kind of went off his body out of bounds. 2.58 for the game. Timeout. Marquette leading 82-75. St. John's will have the basketball. We'll break Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. 2.58 left. Marquette leading St. John's 82-75, up seven. St. John's with the ball when play resumes right now. Ten for an ID. Ten for an ID. Ten for station identification. Marquette basketball from Learfield. Hey, this is Homer. You're listening to the home of Marquette basketball. 94.5 ESPN is WKTI and WKTI HD Milwaukee. A locally owned Good Karma brand station. We want to say hello to Marquette fans tuning in to today's game on the Marquette Radio Network in Oshkosh, 99.1 FM, WSCO. We are Marquette. And don't wreck a great time at the game. The Marquette Golden Eagles remind you to drive sober or get pulled over. Get the free Drive Sober app at zeroinwisconsin.gov, zeroinwisconsin. Together, we can save lives, Wisconsin, D-O-T. Still got a game on, but... A little cushion, 82-75 Marquette. Marquette unfortunately turned it over on their last possession. 2.58 remaining. Both teams with eight team fouls. Both teams have timeouts remaining. Marquette three, St. John's one. Marquette will play next Thursday at 11 a.m. in the Big East postseason conference tourney against the winner of the St. John's Butler game, which will be Wednesday. So Marquette could play St. John's twice in a row, and the second one would, of course, be at Madison Square Garden. Marquette with three-quarter trap. St. John's has it in the backcourt. Across to Stanley. Now Posh Alexander, 40 feet away. On the slow dribble, they're taking time, which is fine. Marquette has a seven-point lead. Inside to Jones, spins in the Too lane. Six-footer is good, the lefty. Started to score some here in the second half. Marquette's lead is 5, 233 left. Jones is up to 10. Kolick way outside the arc. Fans left, still on the perimeter. Kolick to the free throw line. To a backdoor Joplin under the basket. Couldn't finish, who has to dribble into the corner. Nearly lost the ball, now needs help. Igodara helps out. Marquette has it 40 feet away. Now Kolick on a drive to a flashing uh, Mitchell who was fouled as Mitchell tried to flash to the basket. And Marquette's going to get a one-and-one one with 2.13 oh, yeah, remaining. There. That was yes. be a turnover. That it was. Maybe, that now I stand lane. corrected. I think they fouled Kolick before the pass to Mitchell. Otherwise, it would have yeah. been a turnover. Yeah, you're Serrano, right. Serrano pushed him in the back. Thank you. But they had, St. John's had jumped that passing lane. And yep. Kolick at the line, one and one. Marquette up five, 2.13 left. Free throw is perfect. Tyler Kolick. I'll be shocked 
if he's not the Big East player of the year. He's made bigger strides even after it seemed possible. And he was great before then. Hits the two free throws. Marquette up seven. 213 remaining. Be happy if St. John's takes some time again. Jones walks it up. He's taking some time. We're down to 205 left. Marquette up seven. Posh Alexander with it now, 40 feet away. They're down 16 to shoot. They give it back to Jones. Jones still has it against Mitchell. Jones dribbling. Jones in the lane to the basket, and they're going to call a foul on Marquette, even though Jones was out of control. Out of control. That was a tough whistle, and two free throws coming for St. John's with 152 left, and Marquette up seven. As they show it again, and... uh, if the fans had whistle, it would not have been called the same way. I'm not sure what it is, but it's a foul because that's what the official called. That's true. Yep. And they have decided, and David Jones has decided, that he's going to be the guy as the first free throw is around and in. He's up to 11 points. Well, he's their second leading scorer. So. Yeah, but he was just as if not even here the first half. I'll have to check. I'm not sure he scored a point in the first half. 152 left. Hit the first free throw. Marquette up six. Second free throw. Rims out. Thank you. Marquette up six with the board. Kolick will walk it up. 147 left. Marquette up by six. Kolick picked up at midcourt to Cam Jones. Right back to Kolick. He still holds it 45 feet away. Down to 15 to shoot. Kolick inside to Igodar. We're going to get a foul on Soriano, and I think that might have been kind of intentional. Just holding. Yeah, it was going to hold him because otherwise it was going to be a dunk. And now it will be Oso Igudara at the line with Marquette up six, 135 left. Team foul nine, so it's still one and one. Oso Igudara, the greatest 52% free thrower on the planet because not that long ago he was at 40% and he's been closer to 70% ever since, including four of four huge free throws. Are you taking credit for that, or what's no, going on? No, he gets all the credit. Oh. Free throw is good. Now, you know who gets credit? Shaka Smart, who told us when Ugadar was at 40%, he can make free throws. Of course, I'm thinking that's what any coach is going to say. But he just made that one, and the second one, perfect. He not only makes them, they're pure, they're sweet, and they're going to spin back like he's a Steve Novak at the line. Marquette's lead is eight because Oso Ugadara is now six for six in clutch situations down the stretch in big games. 86-78, we have 135 left, 30-second timeout for Marquette, so we will keep it here. There's, you can't give him enough credit. Whatever credit I give him, he deserves even more. Keep giving it then. Yeah. See if you can catch up. That we're, one, those behind he, on those credit he right threw now. a little Sean Jones line drive rope, but still with outstanding spin. As I said, anybody shooting free throws, you know you're really good when they go in and the ball spins right back to you at the free throw line, which it will do. Correct. Who, who told you that? Who told me that? Who told you that philosophy? I know you didn't go experiment and find it no, out. No, I just watched great free throwers oh, okay. shooters, and that's what happened. Oh, it's from your uh, your watching. Watching. Oh, okay. hell no. I, oh, sorry. Uh, there's no way I ever <laughs> shot him like that. Uh, I, I didn't even know that existed. I thought maybe you researched it. No. I just watched good free throwers. Hey, good free throwers make it. I don't care where the ball goes afterwards. They just go in. All right. So you don't you think I'm all exaggerating the no, spin? No, I, mean, I, I was I was wondering where you got it from. I don't like I say I don't know I don't care where the ball goes. Okay. 
as long as it comes back to you. All right, St. John's with the ball. Marquette up eight, 133 left. Will they take time to get to the hoop again? Jones has it against Mitchell. Jones has it going to the basket. Good defense, can't finish. Soriano at the free throw line. Soriano stops. They're down 14 to shoot. Back to Ade Uso now. They'll try a long three. Good. No, that can't be Posh Alexander again. It is. That's not but That's who you possible. want shooting it. Yes, 19% on the season. I apologize, 18% on the season. He just hit another one. He's three of five. Marquette's lead is five with 113 left, and we got another timeout. You can't. Well, you know what I'll say watching him today? He's got to be better than 19%, 18%. You think those, so? Well, those shots look pretty good, right? They're not like weird well. line drive. Again, he's in a situation, desperation time. They got to yes. shoot the three, so right. certainly going to be a little easier. He's up to 18 points. He averages 10. Key is the score. Marquette up five, 86-81, 113 remaining, and it'll be double bonus on the next foul by St. John's. I hope they don't foul. Let Marquette, if Marquette can use the full 30, that's more important than anything else. That put the game down to 43 seconds, and it's two possessions. Yeah, I don't know if they can afford to allow the clock to run like that. I hope I hope St. John's really can. They're going to get a couple of steals, and may, they may try and uh, hack it also. Look out for that. Oh, yeah. That's I would consider problem, that. The problem is it can't be Soriano because he's got, he's got four, four already. Fouls. Marquette Mitchell has four. That's right, Marquette. 86-81, Marquette with the lead. Next game will be Thursday in Madison Square Garden and very likely could be against St. John's again. I mean, they're basically at home in Madison Square Garden. They will play Wednesday against Butler. And I have no idea who's going to win St. John's Butler or how they've done in the regular season. That's the advantage of being the conference regular season champ. You don't have to care about the other scores of other teams. Because they don't matter. That's right. Like Providence, something must be going on there. They got whooped at home today by Seton Hall. I don't know who played or who didn't play. You don't have to follow that stuff when you're already the Big East regular season champions. Osui Godara will inbound. Marquetta five. Have to go the full 94. Igodara. And he gets Kolick's triple teamed back to Igodara. And he gets it ahead nicely to Cam Jones. Well played. Now in the front court to Joplin. We're going to get a foul in the backcourt on St. John's. And you can't do it any better than Marquette did right there. We're down to 107, and they're up five, and they're going to get two free throws. They were able to beat the press, take some time, and get fouled. Yeah, I didn't like the entry pass, though. A little too deep in the corner. Very scary. Uh -huh. But now, but they had they had Kolek running from midcourt all the way back, and he knows. You wanna, and you want to get it to him a little quicker than all that, right. so he has more room. I got it. Where he could have dribbled a little bit, if all you right. needed to. Yes. Cam you Jones know, at you the line. Typically, want to put it on the floor in a trap, though. Cam Jones to shoot two. The first one is good. Marquette is up by six now. 87-81. We're down to 107 left. The first game was 96-85. It might be close to that again. Cam Jones, second free throw. Marquette up six, second one rims off. Rebound to St. John's. Marquette up six, 106 left. Two if they'll go for the three. Jones brings they it up, will. yep, quick three, and he missed it. Rebound, Oso Iguodara flying above everyone else, gives it to Kolek. 
Kolick splits a triple team, and then Kolick is fouled by Posh Alexander. And with 56 seconds left, and Marquette up 87-81, the likely Big East player of the year, Tyler Kolick, will go to the line. What has he got? He's got 16 points, 10 assists. He doesn't have a rebound. That's weird. He does have three steals. Another double-double for Tyler Kolick. Marquette up six. First free throw is good. Marquette up seven. We're under a minute left. 88-81 Marquette. Conference win 17, getting close. Yeah, MVP, they're saying it now. Second free throw good by MVP. Marquette up eight. St. John's in the front court, going all the way to the basket, laying it up and in. That as was a day very easy. That's what I thought they should have done the last possession. Yeah. Marquette, great play. Iguodara has it in the foul. front court, and he's going to get wow. fouled. And by Sori, you know, Soriano just decided, I've had enough. I've played it up. 48 like, Soriano, left. here, please just foul me nicely. Right. But somebody else could have fouled him, and then Soriano could stay in the game. I mean. No, that, that's, the, that's the thing. If you get Oso the ball, now that's the guy who's guarding him. All right. Don't okay. have to foul him. Yep. I would have put somebody else on him, but I'm not the coach, so. Soriano comes out, he fouls out of the game. 14 points, 11 rebounds. And at the line, Oso Igodara with Marquette up six. 48 seconds left. Free throw is good. Marquette up seven with 48 seconds left. You'd say three possessions, but Marquette doing what you say. If you make them score by twos, it's four possessions. I don't care how fast they score. Yep. He's sweet and pure. Oso Egodara, the greatest 52% free throw shooter ever. Marquette up eight, 45 seconds left. They force up a three, no good, missed everything. The rebound comes to Marquette. Let it go now. Nah, I don't think so. Foul against Storr. I don't think he wanted to foul. Uh, and they can scream MVP again. They stand because they know while Tony has not officially said it's over, Marquette is up eight with 36.6 left. Oh, this game? Yeah, it's over. Oh, okay. And they'll scream and yell MVP again because Tyler Kolig's going to the line. Been an amazing year. From assist turnovers to scoring a ton as the free throw is out, around and out. Six of seven free throwing by Tyler Kolick at 82%. And uh, on senior day, the senior Michael Kennedy's coming in. They can't bring in Zach Wright, though, because he's hurt. Cam Jones comes out. The pride of Mequon Homestead. Probably going to yell at his teammates, hey, you guys take care of this game earlier. I could have been in a long time ago. Yeah. Kolick missed both free throws. Marquette up eight. 35 seconds left. And in the front court, ball knocked away. Stolen away by Day Wusu and Marquette. They get it to Kennedy, but I think a foul on St. John's on the pass by Stevie Mitchell. And Mitchell's going to go to the line and shoot two. Trying to, get, trying to get Kennedy to get fouled. Yeah. Uh, they probably won't foul anymore. 91-83 at stage. Just told him no more fouls. Cut it off. Uh, Knock it off, did. guys. Yeah. yeah. Mike Anderson. In his fourth year, free throw good by Stevie Mitchell. He's in double figures. He's at 11. 
Three rebounds, three steals. Stevie Mitchell missed this, and Kennedy with a tip dunk. How about that? Marquette up nine, Marquette up ten. 93-83. The first game was 96-85. We have 30 seconds left. It could be exactly the same score. We'll see. A day Wusu. They let him go, and then he throws out to Jones. Open three is good. That should never happen if you listen to Tony. Stevie Mitchell should have been out there. The ball inbound and stolen by St. John's. Quick three is good in the corner by Jones. That's six in a row. Marquette's lead is at four. We still got 17 seconds left. They double team. Will Shaka Smart bring someone else back in the game? No, no. They scored six points. And how? What? <laughs> About two, two seconds. seconds. Yep. Marquette is up four, and we still have 16.6 left. We've seen some weird ones in college basketball. And again, as a result of the steal, and then a sloppiness at the end there. Jones with you. an amazing three. All right, Stevie Mitchell at the line to shoot two. Marquette up four. Marquette up five. And yes, Jace Ross is coming back in the ball game, and Kennedy comes out. He's got senior Michael Kennedy. You get to come in and you get people cheer for you when you come out. There you go. Marquette is up five, 16.6 left. Marquette is up six. Mitchell hits them both. 95-89. It was 96-85. I didn't count on that second three. And we're going to get a foul on Marquette. The and ball counted going in. Count it. Yeah. And a foul. It could be a four-point play for St. John's. And we have 12.8 left, and it's going to be a one-possession game. Aday Wusu, let's check it. And, yes, he was bumped by Prosper, but Prosper was off balance after he bumped with Stanley. Oh, man. We're going to get the starters going back in. 95-92. Again. Dylan Aday Wusu made a three, just threw it up, and he made it and was fouled. A chance for a four-point play. Marquette up 95-92 with 12.8 left. The free throw is good, and Marquette's lead is two. Marquette to inbound, into Joplin. He's double-teamed and fouled, and Joplin will go to the line and get two free throws. Yeah, still, it looks bad, but at the end of the day, you just got to make your free throws. Game's yeah. over. Well, That's but, it. Yes, but it, it's at a point where no one's seen possible. And it's the other game's exactly the same. When Iowa had this incredible comeback, they just made all threes. And, again, you've, you've said this, go out and make the people go by you yeah, and make it two. Extend yourself out to All the three-point right, line. Joplin at the line to shoot two. 11.7 left. Marquette up two. And it's quiet again. Free throw by Joplin is short. And wasn't really close. Yeah, that was a nervous free throw. Yep. Good free throw shooter when you come up that short. That just means nerves. He's 85%, which means will Marquette foul? If Joplin makes this, and it's a three-point game. We'll see. Uh, First, yeah, he's got to make it. Yeah, let him shoot a three. Marquette up two. 11.7. You have some time on the clock. Joplin, second free throw. He missed it. St. John's has the ball. Marquette up two. Ten seconds left. Jones, Jones wants it. He wants it. Jones goes to the basket. Jones floats and misses the shot. Rebound inside. Knocked out of bounds to Marquette. Foul. Or do we have a foul yep. on Marquette? We have a foul on Marquette. We have a foul. And we'll get two free throws for St. John's. 
with Marquette up two and 2.4 remaining. They call it on Kolick. We'll watch it again off the miss. Going to the basket, Jones. He missed the layup, could have made it easily. And Stanley had the ball, and they called a foul. And now Stanley goes to the line to shoot two. 52% on the year. Marquette up two, 2.4 left. Free throw is good. Got a rebound. And Marquette up one. And Shaka Smart's going to call timeout. He's got to drop their play. Yep, Omar Stanley, three of three. Make or miss to figure out, make sure everybody's on the same page and know what they're doing here. Wow. Wait, did I say it was over already? You did. Should have known not to fall into your trap. All right. I blew it. I'm blaming myself for that one. Threes. It took, it was taking more than threes. They had to have a four-point play. And you have said this before. It's You just have people stand out and make the player go inside. I'm looking at Stanley. 12 of 23 free throwing on the season, and he's three of three this afternoon. 95-94, Marquette leading St. John's, 2.4 left. This appeared to be over. There was a six-point run by St. John's making a three, then stealing the inbound, and Jones just throwing it up from the corner, and then St. John's, in addition to that, making a three, a day Wusu, he was fouled by Omax Prosper, so that's 10 points right there. That explains how all of a sudden you have a close game. I mean, all night long we've talked about uh, St. John's just seemingly like making plays out of nowhere. Uh, offense looks disjointed, uh, loose balls, uh, Marquette getting deflections and still the possession they come out with a bucket somehow so this is just more of that what we're seeing yeah, but it's Marquette just, led it's just by, at a bad time Marquette led by 10 with 29 on, seconds left let's get up and make some noise up 10 with 29 seconds left and now St. John's with a chance to tie at the line Omar Stanley, the free throw is no good. He missed it. The ball's covered by Cam Jones. He's fouled with .9 left. Oh, baby. The 52% Omar Stanley showed up. He's still got to make two. Well, uh, I had one. And they're still going to get a heave. Yeah. And they have no well, timeout. He just made a heave for a four-point no, play. I, I, I'm okay with Marquette missing the free throw on purpose in order to force St. John's with .9 to get the rebound and then make an 80, 90 foot shot. I want to be on record, .9 left, Chaka Smart talking with his team and we'll see if they do that. The first one doesn't matter because if you make the first one, you're still only up two, meaning that they made the 90 foot shot, but it's almost impossible because you got to pull the ball off the rim with .9 left. We'll see. Omar Stanley. They should get, that should be a special exemption for the Shake Shack, even though you have to miss two to get it. That one miss. Shake Shack should put up on the screen. Yeah, everybody gets a shake. Marquette on the miss, leading 95-94. 
with one second left. Again, Marquette was up 10 with less than 30 seconds left. But at Cam Jones at the line. Marquette up one, and they have it at one second. Two free throws. First one is good. Marquette's up two. One second left. Will he miss it on purpose? That's the question. Mitchell in. Joplin out. St. John's does not have a timeout left. Cam Jones at the line. Tony will decide whether or not it looks like he's missing or not. Marquette up two, one second left. Cam Jones. Second free throw. Nope. He missed it. But he, he didn't look like he tried to, but he did. And the missed free throw and the 90-foot shot is no good. And Marquette now has 17 conference regular season wins. It's 17 and 3, 25 and 6. No one will remember that Marquette had a 10-point lead with less than 30 seconds left. St. John's had a chance for a free throw to tie it. They made one, missed the second, down one. They're fouled, and Cam Jones listening apparently to Homer. No, no, I don't think so. I think he was probably listening to his coach. Pretty sure he didn't listen to you either. Missed the second. I don't think he tried to miss it though. You don't think so? All right, we will check with Shaq. Well, I don't know that we'll get Shaka Smart because they're going to have a uh, ceremony where they take down the Nets. I'm comfortable believing that Cam Jones missed that. And all that matters, that doesn't matter either. The only thing that matters is Marquette wins again, 96-94 over St. John's. The record at 25-6, 17-3 in Big East play. St. John's is now 17-14. 7 and 13 and it's very likely possible these two teams will meet again in the conference postseason journey as st john's will play butler the winner of that game thursday at 11 against marquette final again marquette 96 st john's 94 timeout marquette basketball from learfield on the Marquette University Golden Eagles Sports Network. From Learfield, this is Trust coverage of Marquette basketball. Trust, Wisconsin's bank, the official bank of Marquette. Welcome to Post Game, brought to you by Software One, official digital cloud and software partner of Marquette Athletics. CentOS, ready for the workday. Coors Light, mountain coal refreshment made to chill. Baird, discover the Baird difference. Office Depot, the official office product supplier for Marquette University. Right Height, where we're always looking ahead. Sitgo, let's go together. Steinhoffels, an employee-owned company. Johnson Controls, powering the future of smart, healthy, and sustainable buildings. Qdoba, making the world a more flavorful place. Hush Blackwell, a value-driven law firm aligned by industry. Gordon Flash Company, business technology managed. Direct Supply, own your impact. Clean Power, expert commercial cleaners. And by Belfour, restoring more than property. Welcome to the Golden Eagles Host Game Show. It could have been one remembered for a long time. It will not. Marquette led by 10 with 29 seconds left. 
St. John's had a chance with two free throws to tie the game with two seconds left. Omar Stanley made the first, missed the second. Marquette gets a free throw and the final. Marquette 96, St. John's 94. All anyone knows is Marquette, one of those rare teams in the Big East to win 17 regular season games. They're 17 and three. Gabe Neitzel said he did some research. Syracuse won 17 in 2011, 2012, and they were 17 and one as there were only 18 regular season Big East games then. Always somebody got to check you. You like to jump out there a little bit. Gotcha. No, I knew there were very few. I didn't say yeah. they would be the only one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think that there might be another one or two. There were some great Big East teams. But as I said, this one's about history because Marquette's going to be a rare team to win 17. And I guarantee you, the only team ever to win 17 predicted to be third from last in the conference when they had the preseason poll. They now uh, tear down the nets. Michael Kennedy, who got in for a little play time, they were so far ahead. Let's get the walk-on on that senior night. And then now he had to come back. And well, was just his team was determined not to let him get in. <laughs> that 10 with 29 seconds. Oh, Michael's in. Oh, hold on. Let's give him a couple Let's of buckets. Get him out. Come on. So we hope to have Shaka Smart. He, to he talked with the fans here with the uh, famous We Are Marquette and a great round of performance and help from all the crowd here as they continue to uh, take down the nets. And now they think of Thursday when it could be St. John's again. St. John's will play Butler on Wednesday. The winner goes against Marquette 11 a.m. in Madison Square Garden on Thursday. Marquette wins 96-94. Still the Cintas MVP of the game and more on our post-game show. Timeout Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. Marquette defeats St. John's 96-94. The record at 25-6, 17-3 in Big East play. And as was already the case before this game, but the gap is even larger, they are the Big East regular season conference champions, and uh, they are cutting down the nets. Uh, and did you know, Hall of Famer, that the tradition of cutting down the net started in 1947 it didn't exist before then i did not yeah i was not doing the games at that time so you sure nope positive mm. uh when did you start 48 i started in your senior year 1964 oh wow uh, nope they started in 1947 southeastern conference or excuse me southern conference championship okay so what you learn the, something new every day. Uh, the Any coach. Idea? Now the coach, um, after North Carolina State Wolfpack claimed their second Southern Conference, the coach wanted, I think, to do something different. Let me see if I have uh, the exact. What did they do before? Um, wanted a souvenir to commemorate the win. He decided that the basketball net from the game would be perfect. There wasn't a ladder on hand waiting to help get up to the rim with scissors so his players hoisted him up oh. and the tradition they somebody should do that wouldn't that be cool yeah why not get shaka right up here hoist him up 
Uh, maybe next time. They probably were not aware of the tradition. I certainly wasn't. Marquette wins at 96-94. The Cintas MVP of the game is next. I think Barb Kelleher's getting to uh, cut the nets on uh, this. Nice. Win it for Barb. That was a T-shirt I would have suggested. No finish line is uh, appropriate as well. Marquette wins 96-94. Cintas MVP of the game. Next, Marquette basketball from Learfield. This is Wintrust coverage of Marquette basketball. Marquette defeats St. John's 96-94. We had Tyler Kolick uh, cutting down the net or his portion of the net. And then someone said, go back up and cut down the remainder of the net. And uh, which he did appropriately because he is going to be the Big East MVP. I don't know when they announced that. That, that. Does that mean he? that's why he gets the whole net? No, I don't know. I think they probably decided to let him do it. And then he then gave the net to Marquette President Mike Lovell. And so he had the net around his neck okay. in a picture with uh, Shaka Smart and, and uh, Tyler Kolick. Everybody happy. Everybody celebrating appropriately so. 96-94, the Cintas MVP of the game. Cintas delivers everything you need from servicing fire extinguishers and first aid cabinets to stocking restroom supplies and managing uniform and apparel solutions. Get Cintas and get ready for the workday. Uh, who will the Hall of Famer Tony Smith pick for the Cintas MVP of the game? All five Marquette starters in double figures. Cam Jones, 23. Tyler Kolick, 18. And 10 assists. Stevie Mitchell with 14. Oso Iguodaro with 13. And Omax Prosper with 10. So any time to give a team win, this would be it. This would be it. Is that your choice? That is. Outstanding team. The Big East regular season conference champions and uh, I'll have to look and see at the margin. It's going to be by a game, maybe two, at 17-3, and 25-6 the regular season record. Yes, the entire team, everybody, the Cintas MVP of the game. Marquette men's basketball, proud of its partnership with Sharp Literacy and presenting Reading with the Golden Eagles. The men's basketball players give back to the community by visiting Milwaukee schools to read to students this season. Clean Power donated $5 to Sharp Literacy for every Marquette rebound. Bertrand Hopper Memorial Foundation, $20 for every assist. Thanks to everybody for their support of the community and Marquette Athletics. You can be a domino for the team with the 23-24 season ticket. Deposit. Choose from the best seat locations by saving your spot today at gomarquette.com backslash deposit. gomarquette.com backslash deposit. Sign up before March 4th and be entered to win a signed Shaka Smart Basketball. The value of those going up. Today is March the 4th. Yep. Maybe I'm a little late with that last sentence. I'm not late with the score. 96-94, Marquette wins over St. John's. We hope to have Shaka Smart, but it's iffy. He does have other things to do right uh, now. A few, yeah. This is timeout Marquette basketball from Learfield. 